Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to From Bob, From Bob's Office. Wow, I already messed up. I tried my best not to. Days. Someday I'll be right. One of these well, I mean, days. I am right, but someday I'll be, I'll say it right at the right time. Well, I'm not even that. Today is a very busy day around us. So if you hear the random screech from a child, eh, it's bound to happen. <laughs> There's a lot of um, work going on in the office. So, I'm Jake Mathis. And I'm Jacob Bomber. <laughs> Jacob Bomber is dressed as a carrot today, by the way. Just as a carrot. It's my orange camp shirt. You're just jealous because you didn't think about wearing a camp shirt today. At least he wore shoes. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I don't need your sass as a guest on our show. Speaking of which, the next voice you hear does not belong to who we originally had scheduled for today. Um, so, sorry for the proverbial... Proverbial. Sorry for the assumed letdown. We anyway. <laughs> but our new down. guest no. <laughs> I'll explain. But our new guest is another member of the Long Beach Pyramid scheme, and he was excited to fill in. So I'm going to let him introduce himself with his real name and Frisbee nickname. Um I'm Mateo. Uh on the Frisbee field they know me as Swiper. And I am a true rookie this year. I'm a freshman. Excited to be here in Long Beach. Excited to be here in Bob's office. Let's go. Good job. I don't. I'm probably gonna switch back and forth between saying Mateo or Swipe, but I'm definitely not gonna say Swipe. Yeah, for all the double the, syllable thing is. I mean, it's like Swipe, Swipe, Swiper, Swipes. I've heard swipe it all. Or no swipe. It, yeah, that's. They say that a lot. They've been saying that a lot. They said that a lot like yesterday too. Yeah. So it's supposed to happen is this other guy, Kane, was supposed to be in here today. And he was given multiple weeks <laughs> advance notice and agreed. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, on Tuesday night, tells me that he's scheduled to work at 11 today and that he could maybe push it back to 2, which still is barely enough time because he works in Irvine. So, yeah, that was it was a disappointment in him that that happened. Because, like, bro, you had two weeks. You couldn't figure that out? I was told a while ago he was supposed to be on. Yeah. Like, you told me, like, <laughs> like our first week of recording, oh, you got this guy for the 23rd. Okay, that's definitely <laughs> nope, that's not, not true. That's not the 23rd, by the way. It's the 14th. <laughs> Speaking of it being the 14th, tomorrow is the day Pokemon comes out, and I will have no life. Tomorrow is also Ghost's birthday, I think, if I heard that from the last oh, podcast. Yeah. Or the second. Yeah, from third. Saturday. Yeah. So shout out Ghost. Ghost. I told him I told him I shout him out if I got on here. So shout out to Ghost. Hey, <laughs> nailed it. The baby's already crying out there. Yeah. <laughs> so there's generally when we come in here, there is maybe one person in the office because she works. She's like the administrative person, but she runs almost everything at this church. And so she's in there, but she's usually only until noon. So on Thursday she's in here when we get here, but on Tuesday she's not. So we walk in today, and there's 11 people in the office. Because <laughs> Did you count? No, I was exaggerated. Yeah, I think I there was so like too. eight when we walked in. Yeah, more like it. Uh, actually, because Bob and Phil were both here, so maybe 10. I don't know. But they're in there making the invites for the Christmas season for church, mm. and they go all out with these invite things. <laughs> like, they are nuts. And so Handcrafted, hand-glittered. There's so much glitter out there, and I don't like glitter. Nope. Because it yeah, literally gets everywhere. And it stays there for a long time. It's like It'd be like a week later, and you're like, oh, I still have glitter in my hair. So <laughs> last year, I helped them because I was, like, helping stamp stuff, which it was fine. But 
it's like tedious and artsy crap. I don't do that. I don't. I'm not a crafting person. So then this that year I walked in. Me. They were just, they started it yesterday and we're talking about it. I was like, I'm not going anywhere near this. And so they're out there working. You may or may not be able to hear them. You may or may not hear little baby Elizabeth squeal every now and then. Squeal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you. Oh, you said squeak. You said I said screech. Screech. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more human than squeal. Screech. Yeah, like it's just like a word for screaming. Yeah, but I feel like an owl screeches. And I feel like a pig squeals. Well, we then a, we really didn't go well there. A couple of years ago, my sister really wanted a bird, and we named it Screech because that's all it did. Eventually, we gave it gave it away, but it was it was pretty annoying, honestly. I yeah, screechy, squealy, squeaky things <laughs> would be annoying. You just described all of my dog's toys. <laughs> and does the dog annoy you? <sighs> yep, that's a yes. <laughs> See? Can I just, since we're on the topic of pets and animals, I got a text last night from one of our students. Oh. <laughs> and it went like this. Would I be a bad person if I flushed my fish? <laughs> um, to which I replied, no, you'd be a normal person. Thinking the fish was dead. The fish was not dead. The fish was still alive. Oh, that's what I would have asked. Is it dead or alive? So I, I just assumed it was dead because you wouldn't normally flush living things. That's what I was thinking. <clears throat> um, but then the continuation from her side was, the thought of flushing him makes me feel really bad, but I don't want to take care of him anymore. He looks really <laughs> bad, and it makes me sad every time I look at him, and I don't want to put in the time, money, or effort to make him better when he's just going to live a year more. Hopefully you people don't feel that way about, like, your human relatives and stuff. <laughs> They're only going to live for another year. Why would I put in the time, money, and effort to take care of them? So, guys, don't flush your grandmother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might clog your toilet. Um, so then my response was literally, it's just a fish. <laughs> like I said put it on your brother's bed, but I guess that was wrong. Yeah, depending which brother, that would go really well. I feel like the younger one would be happy. Because he just, like, he's very energetic and lively and likes things a lot. And I feel like he'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't know if he'd be happy that there was a dead fish. Because he'd be dead probably by the time. I don't know. I just feel like he rolls with things like that. And the other one is not like that at all. And so I feel like that would end poorly for him. Or be like Kyle and put it in in your sibling's pillowcase. Kyle did that? Kyle Kurtz, didn't he? Oh, at camp, he put a dead fish in his sister's pillowcase. How because big was it? Uh, big enough. And <laughs> because she had started a prank war with him, so he was like, oh, you want to go? And then that happened. <laughs> that that ended not good. <laughs> Kyle won, obviously. Um, there was a lot of crying and yelling, I think. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. So that's our intro for today. Um, games this weekend. Before that, I want to. I just saw a quick thing that I saw. You saw a quick thing that you saw? Yeah. Um, Josh Gordon on going from Cleveland to New England to Seattle. Seems like I. It seems like in this part of my career, I'm trending upwards in quarterbacks. So he's saying that he's. <laughs> from Tom Brady to. Yeah, Tom Brady to Russell Wilson. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, from Baker to Tom is definitely a. And well, about I mean, right now I, mean, I think the way that Russ is playing better. Yeah, I you know, I'll so agree with that. Maybe he'll be on Aaron Rodgers' team next year. This guy. I wouldn't mind Josh Gordon <laughs> as our flex receiver. 
Or AJ Green, please. Still waiting for AJ Green to play a game first. He's not playing this year. I'm pretty sure he's been shut down. That sucks because he's been on my fantasy team all year, waiting for him to come back. And sounds like no dice. Sounds like every single player on my fantasy team. <laughs> like, yeah, you've cor- had a rough go of it. Corner quarterbacks alone was Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton, and then I had to pick up a third one, so I picked up Jacoby Brissett the week that he <laughs> leaves in the middle of the game. Um, yeah, Mahomes yeah. is back though, so that's nice. I mean, barely. Oh, we came back and they lost to Tennessee. Dude, Ryan Tannehill's a baller. Okay. Said no one ever before Sunday. Still outscored my fourth string quarterback, so it's good. It's, it's not. Yeah. Imagine a team having to go to their fourth string quarterback and it's like halfway through the season. Who had to go to their fourth <laughs> like quarterback? He's saying he would because he had Mahomes oh, for and Newton yeah. and Brissett. I was talking about real life. I'm like, who? That's, well, I mean, um, that almost happened to the Jets. It's true. That would have been wild. Who would they have even brought in? I don't know. All I know is they had that fails guy, and they let him go, and I feel like that was an opportunity to miss. I feel like it was a fail. Yeah. We both just thought of instantly just the, the Did you both drum. do it at the same time? Yeah. Time? Oh, I was not looking. It was very good. Synchronization. So, the Bears play the Rams. Why did you make that net sound? <laughs> Rams by 45. The Bears are so oh, bad. I was like, okay, have you watched us? We're terrible. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, you're right. Probably Rams were, by three. They were talking about on it's high noon be an yesterday. Three. On high noon yesterday, they were talking about trading Jared Goff. Yeah, I would. What? I'd I'd ask for like a paper bag for Jared Goff. And then who would be our quarterback? The boat. Kaepernick. Uh, he's oh. supposed to be trying out. He's supposed he to be did. Yeah, they have like a private that workout for him or something. Yeah. No, 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 I thought it was Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday. Well, I thought it was like last Saturday. No. no that story well, came out on Tuesday. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was last. Bet. No. Yeah. I saw it yesterday. But yeah. also, I could be very late on it. But no, it's also, if they were to put Blake Portals in, he might be okay. Because look at the other Jacksonville players on your team. They're playing great. I mean, Fowler returned the fumble for a touchdown. He technically, in his one snap this season, he is positive. He did rush for one yard. <laughs> I like how you kept track of that. Yeah. I, 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 I follow about 14 fan accounts on Twitter just for Blake Bortles. That is too many. <laughs> no, it's not. I was thinking about starting my own. <laughs> and exactly what type of content would you put up for a Blake Bortles fan? Everything account? I could find about Blake Bortles would you and just be borrowing everyone he would else's. Just, yeah, he would yes. just repost all the other fan yeah, accounts. Yeah, but though. I would make it funnier. He reminds and me of that dude from the Good Place that's like obsessed with Blake Bortles. You ever yeah. seen that? Yeah, I, I don't um, watch it, but Cody watches it. That guy's pretty funny, and I I keep forgetting to wear my jersey. I have a Blake Bortles <laughs> He's jersey. He's not on Jacksonville anymore. Isn't that something they bring up in the show? Doesn't yeah, you get mad about it. I mean, I did. But it did give birth he's, to he's the man, the myth, legend, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> How's that working out lately? When was the last time you won Rookie of the Week? Uh, actually, like two weeks ago. Yeah, well. Which is two weeks earlier than you did, so ha. <laughs> Where's your Rookie of the Week? Uh, between the two of us, one of us has actually tried out to be a quarterback for a professional football team. Thank you very much. I played flag uh, football. Professional football team with an asterisk, I think. Right. It's well, okay, professional, football, yes, so but like 
It's, it's got this connotation that we already assume that it's going to be the NFL. But it's like but the fresh soft. There's a reason soft. I say professional. It's like <laughs> the fresh soft of professional football. Look, have you ever gotten paid to play a sport in front of fans and on ESPN? No. I'm not legally allowed to say this, but I did get sponsored. <laughs> no, we didn't get sponsored at, for running track. <laughs> so I think you just who, broke your mic doing that. No, I literally just put my hand I know, but it went loud and then it went really quiet. Yeah, it just does that. As he drinks his second monster in three days after not having one. And I was thoroughly very entertaining last episode, so I figured it would help. <laughs> it's given me a lot more energy than I haven't had lately. Can't hurt. All right, so the Rams are winning? That's what's happening? Uh, yeah, by... I must say probably a field goal. But they're that's favored the by only, six and a half. That's the only score that's going to be in the game. And it's in goal. LA. Oh, you know what? I'll give them, yeah, I'll give them six. That would still be the Bears covering. You know, yeah, I'll give them... I guess seven. <laughs> <laughs> How easily you are swayed. Ah, okay. I don't know how that stuff works. But just give me ten. You know, I'd give him two score if um, Blake Portals comes in. Not going to happen. It's just have him just run a few plays. So do you remember what tonight's game is after forgetting what it was yesterday? Oh, yeah. It's the Browns. Go, uh, no, it's actually the Steelers go into Believeland. It's true. Browns, Steelers. Steelers, Steelers. I'm taking who the Browns. Think, who do you think? Do you think they're favored? Yeah. Okay. I think they're yeah. I, say, I think they're like three. But yeah, I, I think the Browns will win this one because the Steelers. Sorry. Even though Steelers Blake fans. is uh, upset at his fans and ridiculing, not ridiculing, but calling them out for being loud while they're on offense. You mean Blake? Yeah. I was Baker. Like, I was like, who's Blake? Like Blake. Too Griffin? many names in my head. Even though Baker is calling out his fans for being loud while they're on offense. Yeah. Oh well. I still think he'll win. I think I would pick him over. Actually, I saw a stat today that is not good for him. His sophomore season is worse than their than Johnny Menzel's for completion wise. It's worse than Johnny Menzel's and Brandon Whedon's. It's like he has like a seventy two and they had like a seventy seven each. Can't be worse than the Weed Man and still have a job in the NFL. <laughs> That's rough. Josh Gordon is still a receiver. What do you mean? The Weed Man. I, you're very funny. I know. Well, I'm trying to think of who first called him the Weed Man. Because he played... No, who? Brandon Whedon? Brandon Whedon. Oh, I have no idea. he was on Cleveland, right? And then he went to Dallas. And Jerry Jones swore that Brandon Whedon was going to be amazing. He wasn't. I forgot He's about terrible. that. He was very bad. Because he was 26 or 27 as a rookie. Maybe older. I forgot what he did after he went. It doesn't matter. Um, so that's tonight's game. And the Rams-Bears is a Sunday night game. So that only leaves the Monday night game. What? What? Oh, man. That's not okay. Are you going to read it? A colorful SpongeBob Sponge on the Run trailer was released, and it features a surprise cameo from Keanu Reeves as a sage made of sage. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what SpongeBob Sponge on the Run is, but I'm really excited now that 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 happened. (laughs) That can't be good. Um, one last thing I wanted to say is um, Packers by 55 because we're on the bye week. I wonder how, because in baseball, if you win by forfeit, you win nine nothing. Like that's an official rule mm-hmm. because there's nine players, so it's nine nothing. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I, I didn't know think. there was forfeit. I mean, not that's not 
that's how it works in like lower league. You can't forfeit a so like pony game, league. I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen a pro team. I don't. Yeah, I've forfeit. That'd be wild if you like. That's how bad the Orioles Although it are. Might have have. The Orioles it just might forfeit have until the draft. If the fans do something insane, and the home team can't control it, then they make the home team forfeit. I feel like like what? Like sort of fire? I don't know. I'll rush the field. Do you remember when... Well, um, the White Sox a couple years ago, I forgot who they played, but they played a game without any fans in the stadium. That's what I was about to bring up. Baltimore. Was it Baltimore? Was it in Baltimore? Yeah, because of the riots. But that was out of a danger thing. They moved... It was at... They were playing... It was Baltimore playing, but I'm pretty sure they moved it to a, like a closer like to Baltimore, like they moved to like a Triple A stadium. I thought. No, it was in their oh, stadium. Well, it's like a, they yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Baltimore because that's when they were like all the riots and stuff were happening. Really, really weird. All right, last game: Chiefs at Chargers. Monday uh, night. man, I don't like either one. Chargers. Or, oh, she, mm, actually, Chargers. Chargers at home. Yeah. To win. Yeah. In the home second game back. Yeah, man. Nah. And it's only three and a half points. I'm definitely taking the Chiefs. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think any of them are really that great right now. Okay. I just need fantasy points. Honestly, that's like, I'm on an eight-game losing streak. Yeah, like you don't, you're done. Your season's <laughs> over. My season's over, and I'm two and seven or something. That's so I'm, I'm at two and eight. Two and eight. I, I started two and oh, and then... I was looking good, and then I was yeah. Everybody we just had gets different injured. trajectories. That was always bad. That's not what I meant to open. Anyway, my Yahoo team was good, and now I'm six and four. Yeah, dropping fast. I miss those commercials. Those were good. Yeah, I I don't think that was bad actually. I mean, you there needed to be more power. There needed to be slightly <laughs> higher pitched. Uh, I can't go that high I, pitched. I know. I'm not blaming you. <coughs> I can't either. Uh, I no, was, I'm not gonna I was hoping <laughs> they would. That would have really scared the people in the office behind us. It would have been really loud because I would not know what to do. Oh man! Or like the what's the 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 jingle for like those um the throat lodger ones the the throat lodger yeah you know the the um <laughs> the Swiss guy like the the yodel dude that it's all about the uh, little like sore throat Ricola. Ricola. <laughs> I almost said Ricoli, and I think that's a disease. It's E. coli. Ah, either one. That was, want. I'm actually really impressed by that. That was good. Thanks. You even went kind of loud. And I, don't and know I really hope the baby that cry. the baby <laughs> yeah, and then the baby instantly cried afterwards. Oh man, I feel bad. It's okay. They're babies. They cry. It's what they do. Sometimes I want to just cry and be held, <laughs> really, but it doesn't yeah, happen. You said that earlier. It'd be really nice to just cry and just yeah. have your problems get solved. Earlier, I walked in, I like anything. looked down at the baby, and I looked up, and I said, wow, I miss these days a lot. Because <laughs> 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 like, you cry, and someone holds you. You cry, and someone changes you. You cry, they feed you. I'm like, what about me? Like, I cry, and they just say, get over it. I cry, and I fall asleep. Like, <sighs> <laughs> One day. Probably not. No, when you get old. When you get old. And I'm not going to be that old. After what happened to me today, I'm not going to get that old. Are you going to tell that story? I now? almost got destroyed by a car. <laughs> this girl ran a red and, like, I ran uh, ran a red for turning left uh, right in front of my school. And I was walking already because I was like, this car ain't going to go. And she went and she stopped about three feet in front of me. And the guy next to me went, wow, 
that was close. He hits his heart. <laughs> like he's like scared. I'm like, yeah, you were scared. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. And then I'm like, my adrenaline is up. That's about it. And I'm like, dang, she should have hit me. That would have paid for my college tuition, and I would have had a cool story. <laughs> and I, I honestly like the girl. She looks very familiar, so I might even know her. <laughs> I kind of hope I do. People are so bad at driving. I kind of hope I get like an Instagram message and be like, "I'm sorry, I almost killed you." I'm like, that would be funny. <laughs> you you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> show up to class and she comes like, "Oh no, I'm so I know. sorry, I almost hit you." Oh my, I'd be like, "So you're paying next semester?" Yeah. <laughs> for almost hitting you? Yeah. No, for hitting me. Are you playing Pokemon? No, I just saw a little thing. I'm trying to read real quick. <laughs> he frequently picks up his phone while we're doing this and plays Pokemon. <laughs> and. It's distracting. Um, it's distracting for you, not me. You're I right. I still talk. You're t- I barely even knew Pokemon Go was... Is it Pokemon Go? Yeah. Yes. I barely even knew that was still around. Oh, it's... I've played it's since day like, one. He goes, oh, my yeah, God. It was <laughs> I've played since day one, and I have, like, a few friends who, like... They haven't played since day one, but they play pretty religiously like I do. So, on the way to... <laughs> so, what were we watching? We were watching it on the way to drop Ernie off, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. On the way back. What were we watching we're that he finished the episode of? Spider-Man. And it had, like, the weird, like, Spider-Man robot. How, oh, so we were able to yeah. watch it. Now I'm really confused. Yeah, I told you that last night, too. You just didn't pay attention to me, I guess. <laughs> I forgot that we were watching it. You do that. So it did work. <laughs> um, so, for whatever reason, my Disney Plus sometimes doesn't work if I'm not attached to I think Wi-Fi. It's the phone. And it's really annoying. But at some... So I've been watching... I spent a good amount of time yesterday watching the like 1995 Spider-Man cartoon because mm-hmm. that's like the quintessential Spider-Man for me. And so we were watching it for on the way from church to drop Ernie off at his house. Dropped him off. He's one of the students. And then on the way back to Donuts, we were watching Pokemon just because it stopped working again. And so we, <laughs> we were watching. My favorite episode is the episode on Bulbasaur is going to evolve. And because a couple of funny things happen, and so mm, the little Pikachu boy. So we're wa- <laughs> we're wa- <laughs> and just every time, like in the episode, in every episode, there's like one or two new Pokemon that show up that Ash is like, oh, I got it, whatever. And every time it happened, Jake instantly was like, <laughs> Jake instantly Dude. knew what it was, knew its type, knew its strengths and weaknesses. And yeah, stuff. man, I knew the and 151. Then, so and then good. At, like during the battle when Ash is like trying to fight this thing. <laughs> Jake's just like, bro, you can't fight a grass Pokemon with a water. It's weak against that. Don't yeah. you know that? He's just like <laughs> giving play-by-play and commenting. Because literally really water funny. feeds grass. Misty. And I was very entertained by But, that. yeah. Um, and then at one point, um, <laughs> Venusaur, which is the evolved form of Bulbasaur and Ivasaur, he vine whips Ash in the shoulders. I'm like, Ash, your shoulders would be like destroyed like i don't know how he just like kind of was like Ugh. and he's like i'm like what do you mean you would be like broken after boy. after a couple of bulbasaurs whack team rocket into non-existence and the venusaur <laughs> just barely taps ash on the side it was inconsistent is Sword. what it was i don't think he's entertained by this conversation i well, never got into pokemon uh, like <laughs> pokemon I, Yu-Gi-Oh. i like never uh, I started i didn't care for Yu Gi Oh, but pokemon it's a big part of me. I have a po- I have two Pokemon cards on my in my wallet at all times, and it's just Why? Pokemon. Just because they're awesome. Like this is a cool card. Look, it's an EX Mewtwo. What does that mean? I don't know. It's super rare. 
It's pretty beat up. Cause yeah, it's what? It's been my wallet for the last three years. So something that is super rare that might have value no longer does because... No, man, I'm not going to sell my Pokemon cards. I have so many Pokemon cards. Look how beat up that is. You can't yeah. even read it. So? What does EX mean? I I don't know. Why did you say EX? Really oh, when a Pokemon EX, EX rule. It's like, the, it's like the most powerful form of it. When a Pokemon much. EX has been knocked out, your opponent takes two prize cards. Mm. What's a prize card? I don't care. You can't answer that. Beating a Pokemon. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure this little star right there means it's rare. Yeah, it's pretty dope. What's the other one? What? The other card. You said you have two. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's still in here. It's a Hoopa, <laughs> which is another legendary Pokemon. That's my bank card. <laughs> What's your... That, that's not your bank card. Oh, I have a Tyre Skaggs card in my wallet. Oh, rip. Yeah, I carry that for every game. Oh, here it is. This one isn't as rare, but it's a cool Hoopa. What's a Hoopa? Hoopa is another legendary Pokemon. He makes uh, like little portals everywhere. I'm so excited for Pokemon tomorrow. It's not even funny. I'm literally going to go to bed tonight at like 7.30. So that way I can wake up. So you're not going to play Star Wars tonight? Ah, oh, crap, I am. <laughs> Star Wars. He pre-ordered the Star Wars game so that he can get it at 9 o'clock tonight. Yeah, pretty excited for that too. So you're actually going to go to sleep or are you just going to spend 10 hours playing Star Wars and then go get Pokemon? Has not been decided, but I feel like... What time does GameStop open? I actually... You don't even know yet? You I know, think like 8. If, if, if I was, there I'm are, pretty sure it's 8. If there are 5 people in the city as excited about it as you are, which I'm sure there are, you're going to need to get there early. I have There's a pre-order. Line. Oh. So I have a copy no matter what. Um, but I'm pretty sure GameStop opens at like 8. But I can technically probably pick it up tonight at 9, but I don't have a way to get to GameStop, and I'm not walking that night. Um, How are you going to get there tomorrow? I'll walk during the day. Oh, you're not. I don't like walking during the night because it's kind of sketch. Even though we live yeah, in nice neighborhoods. We live neighborhoods. in a rough neighborhood. No, we <laughs> do. We li- uh, no, we live in nice Pokemon neighborhoods. Game. But I'm just like, you know, I think it's. I think my mom would be, feel a little more better if I were to walk during the day. You're a grown man. 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> Crap. All right, so it looks like I'm waking up to play Star Wars for a bit. I'm waking, leaving the house at 9. I'll go get a bagel. A bagel? A bagel. Isn't that the... That's how they say it in the Midwest slash North. Oh, I was thinking of Bilbo Baggins. What were you... Bilbo Bagels. Ha! <laughs> I would open a bagel shop and call it that if I liked bagels Bilbo's more. Bilbo's Bagels. Yeah. Pretty sure there's some like copyright stuff that well, you would not I'll be call RK Token. Who has died since like World War One, I, I think. <laughs> What's his name? RK Token. What what does Talkin'. RK stand for? Uh Ross Keller. <laughs> Not to be confused with Ross Keller. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just look it up and see. I I'm pretty sure it's like Ross. <laughs> it's the only R name I know. Oh, never mind my never mind. Tol how are you spelling it? The right way? T-O-L-K-I-N? Mm, That's close. Oh, it was an E. Yeah. And it's not R-K. Oh, it's J-R-R. <laughs> You're close, though. Oh, it was he... Oh, he was in the Army. Yeah. Um, John Ronald Raul Tolkien. Darn. You've been educated today. Modern day South Africa. So he's South African. That's cool. Good I for him. Didn't Died in Burning Mouth, England. He's an author, academic, philosopher, blah, 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 blah. Wow, that was really hard for me to say. Philo- <laughs> I'm not even philosophy. Philosophy. Philosophist. 
Lost a G. This is a weird. That's not a word. Poet. He's British. He um his alma mater is Exterior College and Oxnard. That's how he says Oxford. Alma mater. Uh, alma mater. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure <laughs> Oxnard. out. Oxnard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what else I was looking up, but yeah, he wrote. This is a two-minute highlight. That's terrible. It's like three slides on Instagram. Two. Well, he came up with a few of the greatest things ever. Like elves. What? He didn't, I don't think he came up with the I concept agree. of That's elves. That's why I was confused. I, what did actually, he come up with? I'm a big fan of elves. They're cool. Um, I'd be an elf if I could. Uh, we would joke that my brother is one because he has like a spiked ear, but it's just some weird birth defect, I guess. <laughs> We, yeah. So, next topic. What? <laughs> yeah, we took a little interlude there. We'll go back really quick. Basketball note. So now, the Lakers are phenomenal. How did, phenomenal. We get how did <laughs> I don't ask those questions. It's best if you don't. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so Steph Curry's out for the season. So again, Golden State's not winning 30 games this year. I don't know, man. DeAndre <laughs> Russell's pretty good. If they play the Suns, nope. Suns aren't even bad anymore. Who's bad? Exactly. Other than them. Cleveland? <laughs> yep, but they're not in the same conference, so they don't even get that. Um, Chris Middleton just got hurt, and he's out for a while now for Milwaukee for like three or four weeks, I think. Gordon Hayward just had surgery, and he's out That's for sad. like five to six weeks. I like Gordon Hayward. And Kyle Lowry's hurt, and he's out for a few weeks. I didn't know he was still on the team. What? <laughs> Dude, he's, he's been playing like, for like 14 years. He's one of the five best point guards in the league. I don't know. Uh, are we oh, gonna make a list again? Oh, I was thinking. Who? I was thinking of. Um, you don't believe that? Who's the white guy on Cleveland? I was thinking of him. Delavadova? No. <laughs> Kyle Culver. Cleveland. He's not a point guard. His name is Kyle Corver. That's who I was thinking of. He's, he's not even on Cleveland anymore. Oh, where's he? Atlanta? Oh, is he on Atlanta? Do you remember? No. Atlanta? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's been all over the place, hasn't he? Yeah. All right, who's your top five point guards? If you're gonna freaking call out Kyle Lowry like that. Rude. I'm just asking who. I didn't say. Alright. LeBron James. <laughs> no. Not a point guard. He plays the point. Now. My favorite is Kyrie Irving. One. I mean. It's been my favorite. Understandable. Don't put me on the spot like this. I, if you're going to come in here <laughs> and <laughs> shoot down my thoughts. I didn't shoot it down. You did. You did, in fact. <clears throat> All right. Um, I... All right, I can do it, probably. <laughs> Look it up. This would be good. Steph Curry. One. Russell Lillard. Westbrook. Two. Oh, Kyrie. Three. Damian Lillard. And no. a healthy John Wall. No. Or, or no, Kimba Walker. No. No. Kimba no. Walker. Kyle Lowry is at least as good as Kimba Walker. Isaiah Thomas. No. Derek Rose. No. He doesn't even start. <laughs> yeah, he does. Not, well, Someone he's broken. In the uh, Rondo, Rondo? No. Ricky Rubio? No. Drew Holiday? No. I'm pretty sure. No, I did name a few that are, are definitely better. No, you did Chris not. Chris Paul? <laughs> not anymore. Chris Paul's still playing decent, though. But Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, When was the last Kyrie time Chris Irving? Paul won an NBA championship? Uh, when was the last time that... Oh, yeah, he just did. Last year. Thank yeah. you very much. I, I fixed myself. But a healthy John Wall? No. Yeah. No. No. But Damian Lillard? I gave you that one. That was four. Kyle Lowry's fifth. D'Angelo Russell? No. <laughs> yeah. No. I actually don't think he no, plays That's why I said top five. Does that's he play point guard? Like the best. 
I don't know. He shouldn't. Oh, Lonzo Ball. No. He can't even shoot. He's a playmaker, man. Okay. He's a quarterback, not a there we go. Not a scorer, boy. Kyle Lowry does both. Well, now he does it. But that hurts Toronto a lot, even though Siakam is playing out of his mind, which I know because I'm a fantasy team. Um, so I think that's bad. Hayward getting hurt for Boston hurts them. You know, it, it hurts me too. The I Lakers like and Boston are both leading their division right now. That's the yeah. first time that that's happened since 2010. That's pretty wild to me. Finals. And I'm pretty excited about that. Like yeah. those are the two teams that I want to see in the finals because like we, it's just historical. Historic. Yes. There. Anyway. I have to say De'Aaron Fox. He's probably not oh, better, but he's just my, that he's was just my the favorite. thing. Okay, is that the guy from fine. San Francisco? I don't like Kyle Lowry. I mean, I don't dislike Kyle Lowry. He's just not. But I'll take. I'll put De'Aaron Fox on my Sacramento? team. Sacramento. I forget they're a team. Half. I time. like De'Aaron Fox. I like John Morant. John Morant made his first career game-winning shot last night. So that was good. Is it Ja or John? Ja. J A. Ja, that's what I thought. Wait so. till my Mexican relatives text me when they laugh at something. Ja, 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 ja. Ja, 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 ja. Yeah. <laughs> I do that sometimes, too. You text that? <laughs> sometimes. To who? It, I don't do it anymore. It was when I was like eighth grade when I first learned Spanish. Oh, wow. Ja, 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 ja. That's bad. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't seem... It's, if I, like, speak in a Spanish... Like, if I'm speaking, like... <laughs> oh, sometimes I'll be like, hola, or donde esta... <laughs> Which is what one of our high schoolers said last night is the only thing in Spanish you ever need. <laughs> Proceeded to say that because then they can point you to the library where you can go call somebody. Yeah. Some help. <laughs> Which I thought was a great response, and I, I can't wait for him to sit down and watch, like, I in want here to with him. I want to see that happen. Wait, to go into a library and. Say donde está la biblioteca, and then no. If you're already in the library, why would you need to say donde está la biblioteca? Da. You found it already. Um, he would be in Mexico, and he wouldn't know where he was. And, and then he yeah, would say I, donde I told him the only reason why would take him to the library. The only reason thing, or like the only thing I need really know in Spanish is how to order a taco and how to order a beer. <laughs> Un taco y una cerveza, por favor. Exactly. They used to when my mom, my mom. So when I went to camp, my mom. My stepdad and my sister would go on vacation, too, when I was little, which sucked because they went cool places. They went to, like, Cabo, and they would call my sister Gato Robato because of all of her piercings. It was really funny because her name's Kat. It was Gato Robato. That's pretty funny, actually. And I was like, if only I got to go, I could have had a cool nickname like El Jaco. I don't know. <laughs> El Jaco. I don't think you want that. I had burp. Is that the extent of our basketball? Um, the So we recorded on Tuesday, and the college football playoff rankings came out. College oh, football LSU rankings is one. are the worst. Ohio State is two. Who decides Clemson these? is three. There's a committee. Of old white men? I just so happen to be on the website, and I will read to you what it says. Because it's terrible, because the SCC runs it. The selection committee is a dedicated group of high-integrity football experts with experience oh, yeah. as coaches, student-athletes, college administrators, and journalists, along with sitting athletics directors, comprise the selection committee. Members of the selection committee are a bunch of people that whose names you won't know, but Ronnie Lott is there. Ronnie Lott needs to do something better, then, because... 
I have a problem because there's two undefeated teams that aren't even in like the top. Okay. I think Minnesota. Eight. Minnesota has the second hardest college football like who they have to play, and they're undefeated. They beat a top four team, or I don't know where Penn State is right now, but Minnesota man, Golden Gophers. I I think they should be at least number six. I think they should at least be. You think they're better than Oregon? Yeah. <coughs> Because Oregon and Utah are six and seven. I don't think Utah deserves to be in there. Utah lost yeah, by not. USC. True. USC is literally a fire. What does that mean? It's garbage. It's <coughs> literally there's nothing good coming out of there except for apparently that one win. Did they win any other games? Yes. Well, good for them. And <laughs> like Baylor also, who has one of the fourth hardest schedules. Navy is ranked twenty third in these. Wow, go Navy. Baylor had one of the, like the second hardest schedule and they are also undefeated and they're at like 18th I don't think Baylor really yeah you know who else is undefeated Long Beach State I don't know <laughs> how long 1990 yeah they haven't lost since then I remember when they used to have a team didn't like oh, Joe you, Montana you were not play alive <laughs> no like someone famous played for them what they had a famous coach no, they had a famous player. I think like a famous quarterback played for him. I don't. I, I don't think so. I'm looking at Baylor's schedule so I can corroborate what you said. Because I don't think that Baylor. I mean, they're in the Big Twelve, and they they haven't. They beat. They have beat nobody ranked. That's not what. I, they were supposed to have one of the hardest schedules too, though. They have beaten Texas San Antonio, Rice, Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and TCU. And none of them have been ranked when Baylor played them. And they have now played... They play Oklahoma this weekend, so that is their chance. And then they play Texas next weekend. So maybe they have a harder remaining schedule, but their undefeated is not impressive. So, good try. I'm going to see what Minnesota did. This is we get in the weeds and we'll, you know, we'll move By the on way, quick. Um the famous Long Beach State football player that I was going to bring up, Terrell Davis. Oh, I did know that. 1990. I did know that. They went 6 and 5. <laughs> but Terrell Davis. Minnesota hasn't played anybody except Penn State. They play Ohio State next week. False. They do not play Ohio State this season. Then do they play Alabama? No, they're not even the same conference. No, they play Ohio State. They do not. Yes, they do. I'm looking at their schedule, and they do not. If they win their – because the Big Ten is split into two halves, so there's a Big Ten championship game, so they would play Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, assuming they keep winning. How dare you suggest that sportsreference.com be wrong about anything? (laughs) Sportsreference.com is the sports bible. And so, no. They they beat Penn State, so that's a good win. They're at Iowa this week, and that would be a good win because Iowa's tough at home. And then they host Wisconsin in the last game of their regular season, and that would also be a very good win if they can beat Wisconsin. So if they do all of those things, they would move up. And then they'd have the opportunity to play Ohio State, and the winner of that would go in. Undefeated, and they're disrespected like that because the SEC runs it all. The only team I think that belongs in there is LSU. The other ones are kind of up in the air. 
I think Clemson. You don't think undefeated Ohio State or undefeated Clemson belongs? I thought Ohio lost. No, Oklahoma lost. Oh. Didn't they play? Who? I don't th- no, I'm pretty sure Oklahoma didn't, lo- or Oklahoma didn't lose. Oklahoma has lost. They lost to Kansas State. Well, who are you saying has not lost? Ohio State. I didn't know that they were undefeated. I'm pretty sure they play Golden Wheel first, so they won't be. They t- <laughs> LSU is undefeated. Ohio State is undefeated. Clemson is undefeated. They're one, two, and three. Georgia is fourth because they have one loss. And Alabama right, is fifth because they have one loss. Georgia's loss is to South Carolina, which is not a good loss. Alabama's loss is to LSU, which is a good loss. But Georgia has beaten Florida Who did and LSU Notre Dame. Lose to? They didn't. They're undefeated. Oh, well, I you weren't listening 30 seconds ago when I said nope. LSU. Ohio State and Clemson. I think LSU is the only one that belongs there. How do you figure that Ohio State doesn't belong there? Ohio State has won every game by at least 24 points. Good for uh, um, who's their quarterback? Is that Bo- no? What were you? Burrow is say? in uh, LSU. LSU. Um, what's this guy's name? I have it. Um, Josh. Allen. No. <laughs> There's two of those in the NFL. No. Ah, he was on. He was on QB one. Nah, I didn't um, watch that. Wow, this is not helpful. Justin Fields got it. Justin, not Josh. 27 touchdowns, one interception. Sounds like Russ. Yeah, pretty close. I think Russ Wilson has 23 touchdowns, but close. So, I'm okay with the top three, but I think Alabama should be ahead of Georgia because losing to South Carolina I think is Golden Gophers should be to top six. They have their opportunity. It'll play out. If they win out, Maybe. then they'll be up there. I don't know. SEC probably won't let them. If they the win old out, white people probably they like, no. determine that you think there aren't old white people <laughs> <laughs> on the side of Ohio State, they're everywhere. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like the college, the people who make they're these on the rankings. Side of Minnesota. To, no, they're not. You don't think Minnesota is full want of SCC, old white people? They want SEC people in. That's all they want. That's because the best. That's because the SEC has the best schools. Hmm. The Pac-12 sucks. The Big Ten. There's good teams. In, whoever wins the Big Ten, whether it's Ohio State or Minnesota, will get in. It's too bad that it's run like this. That what? It's too bad it's run like this, man. How would you how would you fix college football? I would sit down with a large group of people, which they from do, all backgrounds. They they are. And I would take a survey of a hundred people to write down their top four. Which one hundred people? Of the people that are like in the room. What? But how? Of like football analysis of actual people who played. Of that's who's in the room, yeah. so you just of want 100 of, of them instead of 25 yes. of them. Yes, and you look at their top four, and you kind of average it out by like who's who, and what like what's the average. That's literally what they do, except you want 100 people. Yes. <laughs> and you think it would be different. Yes. Because, a lot more. Because they have more diversity. And there's more... You look at something, and you have a more likely... I think if you have more than 25 people agreeing on something, it's better. Let's have a big vote where it's like 100 people, and then you're like, you know what? This is what's right, if it's the average from 100 people. Okay. Kind of like, um, what's that one game show? They one go around and Family Feud? Yeah, where they go and ask 100 people. <laughs> See what the survey oh, says? Yeah. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> Who's number one? LSU. Good answer, good answer. Who's worst. number two? 
Undefeated Minnesota. Good yeah, answer. Go. Good answer. That's how it should be in my head. <laughs> so Mateo's here. Swipe, swipe. This is how we transition into talking about you the rest of the time. Smooth transitions. That's terrible. Sometimes it works out. Most of the time it doesn't. That's why I have to put De'Aaron Fox in my top five. Is I'm named after him, basically. Essentially, named after him. In what way? His nickname is Swiper. His oh. nickname is, like, his nickname, because Swiper the Fox. Uh, it, that's his, like, Instagram name, huh? Yeah. They didn't, like, directly name me after him. That was, it was, that was going to be one of the first see, questions. See, when you, is, yeah. when you said that, I was thinking that your parents named you that. I'm like, th- that has nothing to do with your actual name. What do you mean? Because... <laughs> There was a time when you had to wait to find out why you were named something. But since you know why you're named that, how did it get there? They had everyone take a survey, right? But they didn't even look at my survey. I don't know how we got to talking about it, but they know that I'm really into shoes. And they make fun of the fact that I'm a hype beast, which I don't really think I am. Cause for, like, for my listeners who most of them don't know what a hype beast is, I think I say my listeners, our listeners. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I yeah, think so. For our list. Hi, I mean, there's like a whole culture about like buying expensive shoes and clothes, right? Yep. Uh, it's a little, it's more streetwear than like designer stuff like Gucci and Louis Vuitton. But hype beasts are just all about getting those clothes and stuff, and like those shoes. Like they just, okay, they're more like. A lot of people say that they're more into it just for the clout and the hype rather than, like, because there's stories behind these shoes or there's, like, certain reasons why these shoes are worth so much. And What's what's an example? Like, what's, okay. like, your – what's one of your favorite examples of something like that? Um, the Jordan 12 flu games because Jordan played – I forgot. It was in the finals. It was in one of the finals. I don't remember which 1995. one. 1995. Okay. So he had the flu, and he played anyways. The shoes that he played in, that colorway, right? I don't know. That's essentially what it is, right? But he played in this black and red Air Jordan 12, and that is just a really popular colorway of the Air Jordan 12. Yeah. Because of the story behind those it. Those ones. Right? The battery's at 20%. Yeah, ah, but, gosh, but yeah, those <laughs> black and red ones, yeah. And just, like, the signature Bulls colors, any yeah. black and red Jordan pretty much is one of the more iconic colorways of whatever model that is. Like, I know a lot about these shoes. That's just kind of what I do, but I don't keep a lot of it. I kind of, I resell as a side way to make my money. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that's, so they, somehow we, I was talking about it with some of the board members before the whole rookie welcome night. Yeah. And so, um, they were trying to come up with a name for me, and they were just, like, trying to come at it from all these different angles, apparently. So they took the hype beast thing. They knew that I played basketball, and so they took my favorite basketball player, De'Aaron Fox, looked up if he had any shoes, and he did, and they were called the Swipers, the Nike Air Max 1 Swipers, and I think half of them weren't aware that Swiper was already his nickname, but Mm. they named me Swiper anyways. Which is pretty cool. I, that is a cool story. Like, it's a cool story. I just kind of wish that it was longer and had like, I mean, 
I, there's like you the like one, that the ones that are on. seven <laughs> steps long. I think those are funny, but I also like the ones that you were talking about before, the more personal ones. Yeah. That are like really direct. Yeah. Mine's kind of cool. It's in between, but like, it it would be kind of. I'm not complaining. It's it's a cool nickname. Where where we ended is it's I like it. Could have gone a lot of other ways. Oh yeah. Well, that's good. Like there's some people on the team that don't even like the story's so long they don't even remember. How they got to their name. Yeah. All they know is where it started and where it ended, but there's like 20 steps in between. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. There's <laughs> so many. I had a cool nickname. I mean, we can. No. <laughs> I don't want you I to can make. make. I can put Lotto on it. He can come up with something. Just fill out a survey for us and yeah, we'll handle it. Yeah. Whenever you finally buy some cleats, now that you have money, and you show up to a practice, and you become a Frisbee rookie next year. When you enroll at Cal State Long Beach. Yeah, I was like, ah, that, that's the harder part right there. And become a rookie. Then they will give you a rookie nickname. And you'll have a disc, and I will make you dance all the freaking time. Oh, what if I just have it on me all the time? You won't. Bet. Give me it, something right now, and I'll keep it for the rest, not it, the rest of my life. It doesn't have. Here, where's the, the gold dollar? The what? No, the, you got to get something, like, obscure. I'll like, carry this gold dollar. It's me. already in your no, pocket. But the point the point of the disc is it's, like, not an easy thing to carry all the time. Okay, give me the scissors. So, <laughs> the scissors. <laughs> just give you one of the frisbees in my car, and you have to <laughs> just do that. All right. And I'll... I'll that is an awkward thing that you would have to I'll do, like, the default dance every single time. <laughs> carry Bob's figure. <laughs> no, that... No, I... I know Hawaiian culture. You're not just to move those. <laughs> yeah. The tiki curse, like mm-hmm. the Brady Bunch. <laughs> uh, or just any other movie. Like the sp- Have you seen that? That is one of my favorite Scooby-Doo ones. Oh, boy. The the surfing Scooby-Doo one. I don't. Where they go and like there's a little tiki like warrior things. That was a good one. Man, I love Scooby-Doo. So somehow we got on last night listening and watching to a lot of cartoon opening themes. From, I later on was watching all these ones from the 80s that were really, really weird because the 80s were a strange time. Um, but there were a lot from the 90s. There was like a top 30 or 40 from the 90s. and Or no, one was like the best ones of all time. The first one we watched was like the top 10 of all time. And Scooby-Doo was up there. Yeah, I mean, obviously. It was Mo- Watch Mojo. And so we just went down a rabbit hole of cartoon opening themes and... Then we're talking about fun. Scooby-Doo because it was on there. Like, there's like four Scooby-Doo theme songs that are great. What was number one? I already forgot. Teenage Mutant I thought Ninja it was, was Scooby-Doo. No. Was it? No. No, it was the original Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Mike Wu <laughs> The original Spider-Man isn't even good. The 1995 Spider-Man opening is good. The original no, is... Because the original is like... I hate Spider-Man. And all that I think of with that original Spider-Man is the Spider-Pig thing from the Simpsons movie. <laughs> Spider-Pig. Spider pig yeah. does whatever a spider pig uh, it's does. Really frustrating. Can it swing uh, from a web? No, it can't. Because it's a pig. Watch is that out. how that actual goes? I'm pretty sure. I'm impressed. Yeah, thanks. Um, I do this. Am I about to play this right now? Yes, I am. Because spider we have pig. the technology. No. Oh, I care about spider pig more. I mean, I hope we're this is like a really bad version. Oh, oh, wait, Star Wars. <laughs> it's in that. <laughs> yeah. So I could have just the Star Wars Lego because of Star Wars, I'm letting it. Play I want for it. You. Fulfill your That's like three hundred dollars, probably. Yeah, man, Legos are so expensive. They're dope. 
in color. Sounds like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size, can't you see? I wish to stop full copyright. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. So there's Spider-Man. We don't want a copyright infringement? Yeah, I don't know the things to that. We'll worry about that when we get seconds. more. Um, <laughs> there's an hour-long Spider-Pig. <laughs> Just over and over? Yeah, apparently. Oh, wait. Don't click on... Oh, the little Scottish boy. He's got an Irish oh, no, close. No, wait, wait. I still didn't tell you the best part. He's not imaginary. <laughs> Is she talking about the pig? No, I'm talking about her boyfriend. No, I only watched the, this remember one. the guy who's like, I think it's like U2's son? No, I don't. Whoever to U2, what's the guy's Here name? Here comes. How did the pig tracks get on the ceiling? Spider pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig. I, I did it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed. That worries me that I knew that perfectly, and I can't remember math problems. <laughs> Look, you you learn and know what you care about. You're passionate, apparently, about spider pig, <laughs> and you don't care about math. All right, there's my next tattoo. Not, not next. I don't have one yet, but I'm going to get spider pig on my back. That, on your back? On my like wrist. A shoulder? What if I just get him, like, right here? Sp- spider pig. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I'm totally doing it. <laughs> he doesn't think it's so. um, just. You had to get the lyrics on your back, though. No, I, I'll just sing the lyrics every time someone asks me what that is. It needs to be swinging from a web. Where's the shoot out of like his nostrils? <laughs> I'm. I don't like that you just made that sound. <laughs> uh, so how did the sh- <laughs> back on track? How did the shoe thing start? When did you first become a hype beast? Uh. I think my sock. Well, I was always into like fashion and making my outfits good. Cause I didn't want to. I wasn't the guy that would just throw on pants and a shirt and just random shoes. Like me. Like me. You <laughs> didn't throw on shoes. You're, you're right. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll do that on the lazy days, but most of the time. If I could be barefoot 100% of the time, I would. But that's disgusting. That's just something. Like that's it. just something I like to do. But Crusty I didn't. old toes. I didn't get into like. Specific brands or like specific like shoes that had certain meaning because like like a lot of shoes will just have random colors on it, but then there's some of them that are designed specifically to tell a story or like certain brands that are just expensive just for no reason because of its rarity or because they only release it one time and they never release it again. But I think I got into it in like sophomore year when I realized that there was like, money that could be made from it, and, because, like, I just saw, like, one guy's shirt, and I was like, oh, what, like, what is that shirt, I've never seen that shirt before, he's like, oh, it's just a brand, and then I looked it up, and then it started to get expensive, and I was like, I'm never gonna buy one of those shirts, and I still don't own one of those shirts, it's, I'm talking about a bathing ape, it's like, this other brand, I don't own one of those shirts, but I've, like, bought them and sold them. People hate okay. People hate resellers because, like, if I buy something and I sell it to you, even mm-hmm. if it's, even if the market's at like a hundred dollars and I sell it to you for eighty, just the idea of me making money on you like hurts. Yeah, it hurts me a little bit. 
as the as the buyer from the what do you mean it hurt to you like it hurt like to know that i sold you something like you're my friend and i oh, sold you something and, the, and i made money make... on you it's like disgusting so a lot of times i'll just like i'll try not to make money but like if you like oh mateo i need to find this shirt or swipe i need to find this shirt yeah. like i'll go out and find it for you Cause and, I, cause has I know, that happened? Uh, because, like people come up to you yeah. and they're like, I need this. My coach, my high school um, cross-country coach texted me last night. Me and my um, other cross-country friend that runs the reselling business with me, oh. he texted me. He's like, I'm looking for some shoes because this weekend we have sectionals for cross-country and I mm-hmm. want to get some fresh new shoes. So what should I get? And me and my friend texted him like six different shoes. Not necessarily hype shoes, just like some shoes that have yellow in it because that was... My school colors are brown and yellow, yep. which is kind of disgusting. But <laughs> we're, like, we're like the yellow. <laughs> we're like, I, was like, I was like, you got to get yellow on the shoes. Probably looking for something running related. So it doesn't always have to be hype shoes, but people always come up to me like asking me. For like he just wanted shoes to like wear, not necessarily running shoes. Yeah. Because like, like if, just if, show up in the shoes. Because he's a pretty like he's a pretty we're all pretty heavy heavy runners. So if. He's looking for shoes to run in. He'll go to like the store and yeah. do the whole test and make sure it gets fitted right. But if it's just to walk around, he wants to get something that pops, I guess. And so you just have this like bank in your head of like all these different shoes and color combinations and things that. Just as he follows a lot of Blake Bortles fan accounts, <laughs> I follow a lot of sneaker accounts. I feel like everybody's got their own little. Hobby accounts that they follow, that's if true. not like even sports. Yeah. And so yeah. what's like, what's an example of a shoe or a clothing item that is way beyond budget, but that you wish you had? The the Air Mags. Um, you've seen Back to the Future too. Yeah. Those self lacing shoes. They made them that didn't self-lace a while ago. And oh, then yeah. I in 2016 that. or 17, 15, 16, 17, they actually made them with self-lacing technology. And everyone's like, okay, why are you wasting time making self-lacing technology? Their Cause it's quote, dope. Their quote <laughs> okay, but like their quote excuse is that eventually they were going to make them. And they've made more shoes now where you can, they're like self-lacing. Is to help people with disabilities who can't yeah. physically tie their own shoes. But they made, uh, help me out. What year did the movie come out? Two. Yeah, you oh, remember? Like Eighty-seven. Or Eighty-seven, something. right? I don't so know, they man, made they made eighty-seven pairs of the auto lacing mm. mag, and it all it lights up. It comes in a big box. Like you can recharge it. It does all that stuff. It 89. goes. Oh, eighty-nine. Well, they made eighty-nine pairs then. Oh. And it was all on a raffle, so you had to buy tickets. Okay. And then all of that money went to the foundation for what's Marty McFly's real name in real life? Oh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Kelly and all the money went there. What? <laughs> I instantly was like, McKelly Culkin. McKelly <laughs> <laughs> Culkin. Gosh, no. Well, because he has Parkinson's. So but it's probably towards that. I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, you mean Jamie Foxx? Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's. <laughs> Not Jamie Foxx. <laughs> but because of the rarity and the story behind it, those shoes go for roughly 25000 Yeah, I was going to say it had to be. But I've seen them go for a lot more. Because, like, the people, like, at this point, the people that have them are the collectors. They're not going to sell them. Yeah. So you're going to have to pay a lot more to get it off their hands. 
Um, or like if you go to auctions that are just full of rich people and all the money is going to go to charity. Anyways, people will pay like yeah, over a hundred and something. I, I saw this crazy, this crazy one. I want to say it's like either directly from the movie or from like around that time period where they made the mag. It wasn't auto lacing, but it, I think it lit up. Maybe not. But it was so old, the back of it crumbled where it says air mag on the back. It had crumbled and they'd put it into a little plastic cube. The the crumbles. So it was it was a pair of shoes. One of them had a crumbled back, and that crumbled back was in a box. So you paid for the shoes with the crumpled box. <laughs> There's only like one pair of it, and that's I forgot how much it sold for, but it sold for a ton. That doesn't even make sense. Literally. Uh, so it it's up. a collector's item because it's ruined. Because it well, there's only it's one. So there's rare. only one of it. There's only one pair, of that one. <laughs> That's okay. Everyone's always like, everyone's like, wow, well, I would never pay that much. Why? Well, but like, think about how if much you were. Yeah. Like, think about how much a real collector would pay for a Babe Ruth rookie card. Yeah. I'm pretty sure those go for three hundred to five hundred thousand, something like that. Something is worth as much as somebody's willing to pay for it. Yeah. So just because I'm not willing to pay, it doesn't mean it's not worth it. Yeah. It's always worth whatever. I'm willing to pay a lot for a lot of other things that people would have no interest in. So I get that. I'm trying to look up Aaron Rodgers' signature thing. It's very expensive, but not all people like it. I mean, there's plenty of people who like Aaron Rodgers. Would you sell it? Like, what would be a selling? You'd never a million dollars. The one thing. I would trade it for is lifetime tickets at Lambeau. If somebody walked up and said, I have a million dollars for this, you wouldn't take it. You wouldn't. I would sell anything I own for a million dollars. I would sell everything I own for a million dollars. I found it. The um, the original Air Mag. The left side of the Air Mag shoe is crumpled. I can, I'll show it to you. The listeners can't see it. It looks like what it what the crumples look like. It looks like when you smash up Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles or Captain Crunch, because there's a mi- you see the mixture of like color and like like yeah. if you took Captain Crunch and you just smashed it, that's what it looks like. That's so weird. And it sold for I think ninety two thousand one hundred on eBay, on eBay or uh, some uh, other auction site. Yeah, well it says eBay, yeah. But it's the original, it's the original Air Mag. I'm not sure if they used it in the movie, but it was from that time. That's insane. And then you that's can that's an entire culture that I am just so. <laughs> blown away by. Imagine let you know. I can talk about this much. on date. <laughs> you have another topic that you need to spend all day talking about. Um, but I do. I have another friend that's a teacher in Huntington who, that he was the first person I ever like knew, who did like the same like he. I forgot where we were hanging out, and he was like, "Oh, I just," because he has somebody that works for. Nike or something, and there were some new shoes that dropped a few months ago, and he was like, oh, yeah, my guy hooked me up, and I got, like, three or four pair of these, and I can easily resell them for, like, three times as much, because blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Because they're rare, team. See, people, like, it's it's always about who you know, right? But I don't know anyone like that. So people like me hate when that happens, and I can't even get my pair on one, or yeah. my hand on one pair, and he just has a friend that just gave him three. You need more friends. I do need more friends. <laughs> We um, don't have any connections that would help you out with anything. We don't have friends. Hook me up with your friend, and he'll hook <laughs> me up with his friend. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's blows my mind. I don't think I've ever paid more than eighty dollars for shoes. 
Uh, I think these were like 90. But I had somebody buy the pair of shoes I was wearing off of my feet for $120. What? what? Okay, if I've asked, I've there's been shoes that I've seen people and I've asked them to buy it off their feet. So I, and in that situation, so I would know that situation and yeah. I feel like you didn't know what it was and you got ripped off by a lot. Oh, probably. If someone bought it off your feet for $120, do you remember what it was? It was like, it was a pair of pumps that had, Reeboks? I don't remember, man. The the soles like that super thick. It was like two or three inches thick. So every time I walked around in them, I You were like seven feet tall. I, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't figure that out. They were given to me by my friend Lee because he was size like 13 or something, and the shoes didn't fit him, so he just gave them to me. I was like, okay. So I wore them around a little bit. I knew they were nice shoes, but like I didn't care. And so we were up in San Luis Obispo for like a Frisbee thing. And so we were hanging out and we went to um, this place to just go eat. And we walk in and there's like this massive dude sitting at a table. <laughs> and he's with like two or three other people. And so I walk in and he kind of looks at me. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> like he's like a <laughs> huge dude. And so I just go to my table and sit down and we're hanging out. And then as I like go back to either go pick up my food or I pick up my food. I was walking back to the table. The guy stopped me. He's like, hey. I was like, yes. He's like, how? I'm pretty sure the question was just straight, how much do you want for your shoes? And I was like, what? And he was like, I used to own a pair of those when I was a kid. Like, I love they were my favorite pair of shoes ever. And I, like, really just love to, like, have them. <laughs> it's like, uh, he was like, I'll give you $100 for them. Uh, let me get back to you. So I like went, <laughs> and I went and I go back and sit with my friends. They're like, who was that? Like, he wants to buy my shoes. They're like, what? It's like, yeah, he wants to give me $100 for them. They're like, dude, you have to. It's like, but then I won't have any shoes. Like, they were, that's all I had with me that weekend. They're like, we will go buy you some more shoes with the $100 <laughs> that you're giving. I was like, okay. So I went back over there and I was like, how about 120 Because I thought I was going to be cool and negotiate. The guy was like, okay. So he didn't have any money, but his friend was with him. And his friend went out to an ATM outside well, and came back with 120 bucks. That's wild. And I just gave him my shoes. That's another thing that goes along table. with those stories, like the flu games. Like, a lot of people will talk about how when they were kids, they had to go to the mall and camp out for hours for these shoes. And then they ended up never getting them. So then when they re-release again and they do, like, a newer version, yeah. then like, they have to get it because it's, like, nostalgic. I couldn't do that. Nostalgic? Nostalgic. I wouldn't buy something off of someone's feet because that's just people's feet. Like, I don't think he had any intention to wear them. I feel like he put them up, like, on a mantle or something. Like, that was the sense that I got from him, that he just wanted to own them, to have them on display. Because they were, like, still kind of clean and nice. I mean, that's another thing, too, is, like, if you use your shoes, they're obviously worth less. So I have, like, specifically one pair. It's probably worth 450 new. But I paid two forty because it was lightly used. So the value, like the value, goes down a yeah. lot when it's like a car. Yeah. Yeah. The minute a car gets off the lot, it drops. My friend was not pleased that I didn't give him any of the money. What? <laughs> he was like, oh. I gave you those shoes. <laughs> Where's my money? I was like, you gave them to me. <laughs> was he with you at the? No. Oh. It happened. It didn't even. It happened months later that I had them for a few months, and then that happened, and then because I didn't wear them that much. Um, and then it came back, and it was like a few months later that he found out. <laughs> and he was like, where's my money? I was like, not my money. Um, so Spent kind of on funny. food. Yeah. I, that was when I was very broke. I'm just kind of broke now. I was very broke back then. Um, 
All right. Well, that's that's a lot about shoes. You could probably go on forever. And we would just sit here looking at you with blank faces. Like, just like what? I did when you were talking about football. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fo- hey. football is interesting. I just don't – I'm just not up to date with all that stuff. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> You're concerned with other things. Before we get much further, people don't know anything about you. I barely know anything about you. <laughs> so, we're going to go back to the start. What are you doing? The seat's are really sweaty, and I, I'm not liking it, so I'm going to stand for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is new. Um, yeah, we need to invest in some better chairs, because the more we sit in these for three hours every other day, the less I like it. Beautiful. Um, so, where are you from? What's who's who's your family? What do they do? Uh, I am from Gilroy, California. Uh, Gil- 30, 30, oh yeah, thirty minutes south of San Jose. Garlic capital, Garlic of, the capital of the world. That's my favorite oh, place in the world to you drive You are the through. first person that has ever oh, said that. Not I, even just me, but anybody that doesn't live in Gilroy, no one ever says that. I love the smell of garlic so much. It's my I, second big, favorite smell, and so every time we guy. drive through. Oh. Have you ever like stopped in Gilroy? No. I think I always want to, but I'm always on my way to something, and I don't have time. Come visit. So I just drive through. Come visit. Me and my family. It's two sisters, two younger sisters, my parents. That's it. Um, (laughs) My youngest. (laughs) Could need more detail than that. That's how this works. The middle sister, she's a freshman in high school, and the youngest one is in third grade now. So we're all four years apart. Hmm. Um my dad is from down here, grew up in Whittier, oh. um, moved to San Francisco, went to San Francisco State for college. My mom grew up in about an hour south of where we live now. Um, she went to Sacramento State, and then they met at some job fair. I believe I don't remember if it was after college or towards the end of college. And they like to say that they met on accident. I like this story, too. That they met on accident because on their first date they got rear-ended by a bus, so they were <laughs> in an accident. Yikes! And so they met quote on accident. Got and it. so the first time my dad, ah. first time my dad met my mom's mom, was in the hospital. And oh my! That was interesting. So like it was because of that accident? Yeah, because they had to go to the hospital and then. It was that big mm. of a, like a crash. I mean, they were just stopped at a stoplight, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like deadly at all. It was just. A big jerk, and yeah. they were Whip they didn't like break any like bones or anything. Yeah, well, because like you know that test that you do, when you put your hands behind your back and you try to touch your fingertips. My dad can't do it one way, I believe, because of that incident. Huh. But he can do it the other one. So, that's interesting. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jake can't do it at all. <laughs> I can't can do. It. Do I used to be. Able can to you do either way? Places. You can't. Could you do it the other way? Oh, my, my arms even go this much. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, we I'm, need to work on your flexibility. Uh, I work, yeah, I used to do gymnastics. <laughs> they can't even tell. I can, I I can go both ways. I did gymnastics for like a year, for like one year. When I was like really young. I kind of try like, kind of try like every single sport. We'll Almost get, every single sport. We'll get there. Continue with your with family. My family. Yeah. Like, what do they do? Oh yeah, my mom uh, works. She's Kind of like an accountant for our friend's real estate um, company. Yeah. It's like part-time. 
and my dad works in he's done a lot of stuff but basically Safeway I guess it's Vons down here the same company yeah. always ends up being his customers so like the thing that he most recently did was working in AI so like when you put in your club card and they give you a coupon mm-hmm. and let's just say it's for like diapers yeah it's not random cuz like last time you might have bought like baby yeah, baby formula and they do all that stuff and they like gather all this information and they sell it to Safeway so that they could use it yeah or like he's also done like schematics or like him and his team have like done schematics so you put the cheaper stuff on the top name brand stuff in the middle eye level yeah all the kid stuff on the bottom you know organize all that stuff that makes sense the, there's yeah the in case people think that all that stuff is just randomly done yeah everything is placed exactly on purpose mm-hmm. for that reason so yeah so what did what did uh, family look like growing up? What did you do for school? How did you end Ooh. up here? Um, was born in San Jose. Was there for a little bit before I started kindergarten. We moved to Gilroy. Ever since there, we've just all grown up there. How big is Gilroy? It's like fifth. I want to say it's approaching sixty thousand. It's fifty. <laughs> Not fifty people. It's fifty. <laughs> okay. I won't, yeah, it's getting. I think it's getting close to sixty thousand. There's homes like popping up everywhere. There's so much construction. There's always construction, just new homes, and it's kind of getting out of hand. They're gonna like run in your stuff. lifetime, you've noticed yeah. significant growth. Like even still, yeah, it's it's crazy. It still feels like a small town. I mean, it is a small town, but it yeah. still feels like it's small. And people are just constantly moving down from like because all the Silicon Valley jobs, right? Like Google, Apple. Yeah. Um, People are sacrificing an hour-long commute, which isn't that bad. I did that for high school. I went to high school in Mountain View, which is oh jeez, yeah. It took me I think an hour and twenty in the morning. Oh wow. Oh my. Which makes gosh. my drive now because I live I live in Whittier where my dad grew up in the house that my dad grew oh, up. I didn't know that. And so I live with my grandma and his brother, my dad's brother, and my two cousins. And so that drives about 30-ish minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And so oh, this it is seems awesome. like nothing. It seems yeah. like nothing. Everyone, can, everyone here would complain. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize you lived in Whittier. Growing yeah. up in the, the garlic capital of the world, apparently, do like when you wake up in the morning and I, like go outside, does it just smell like garlic? I'm immune to it now. Oh. My parents well. like to say that when they bought the house, they had like all the papers that you have to sign, like they're for various reasons. Yeah. They signed one paper where they promised that they would – never complain about the smell. As long as they were homeowners, they would never complain about the smell of garlic to the city of Gilroy. Wow. They had to sign that paper. Otherwise yeah, they it's like buy an home. inherent, it'd be like moving you guys into a house next to a park and complaining that there's noise at the park. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, would you guys have like garlic festivals and stuff? You heard about, you guys never heard about that. No. I'm aware. Apparently of not. A, I'm aware of that. So you guys things. have like, I don't like, know details. Like during like the festival, fall? It's, just like it's three days. It's the last weekend of July. Whoa! You didn't hear? Okay, this. No, year, I don't know about this. This okay. This year was the big one that if you didn't know about it, you knew about it now because there was a shooting on the last day. Oh wow! There was it was a pretty scary. Were you but there? My dad was there. I was there. I go like every day, every year for the past few years. I've gone every single day. But I was working at the outlets. There's only two things that anybody cares about in Gilroy. It's the garlic festival, and if that's not going on. For the 362 days of the year, <laughs> the other ones. you go to the outlets, which is just—it's like a mall, right? It's just—it's just normal outlets, but that's all there is to do in Gilroy. So I was working there, and I was going to go to the festival, 
and I just decided to make a right instead of a left and go home. And luckily I did because that was an eventful That's crazy. Yeah, that's week. Nuts. And a lot of my friends were there. Well, uh, not a lot of my family was there, just my dad. And he's got a cool story to tell from it. Um, but, like, some of my friends were injured and trampling, like, in the... That's insane. Like, running away to leave. Yeah. No one that I knew was directly injured, like, from gunshots or anything. Yeah. But I think three died, and I should know this. It's like 11 or 12 were shot. Oh, jeez. That, that's crazy. Um, More brighter side of that festival. So it's just like everything. <laughs> okay, yeah, like it's pretty fun. fries and like just fun, garlic yeah. everything? There's a lot of that's garlic dope. food, and then there's a lot of non-garlic food to <laughs> even it out. But the best thing, or the worst thing. I was going to ask what the, what the best it's, thing I always say to go try the garlic ice cream which is oh nasty. that sounds okay. terrible no it is, i don't know look it, it sounds is, unique nobody I, try it in my experience nobody has ever loved it it either tastes like vanilla or it or it's well, disgusting but you like have to try vanilla. it's just something that you have to try and then throughout the year too there's like like little um like stands on the side of the, you know like fruit stands on the side of the road yeah but they sell garlic ice cream too jeez that's crazy because i Oh, man. Like, garlic has taken over this town. Like, garlic capital of the world, we kind of, we, like, embrace it. There's 111 That's a days countdown and 14 to hours it. <laughs> until the next one, July 26th. Christmas Hill Park? Yep. That's where I had a lot of my middle school cross-country meets, too. It's, it's like, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty big. I f- want to say it's like 100,000 people go Oh, wow. I, yeah, I would not be shocked. People, people, I've like, so I volunteer, so usually, it's a whole weekend, right? So usually I'll volunteer one or two days, and then, not for the whole day, but, and then just go on my own the other day. And I've met people from like Minnesota, mm-hmm. and they said that they came in just to volunteer, and they're going to go back home after the weekend. Like, oh, they wow. don't know anyone from Gilbert, but somehow they got hooked on it, and they come to volunteer every year wow. from Minnesota. People come That's from crazy. all over the world. That is For garlic. Yeah. It's not like they, like... They'll make a little trip out of it, and I'm just gonna go. For, like, well, yeah, people from course. China are gonna go for the weekend, but like they make it a point. They make a point to go out to this festival, and it's pretty cool. It's really fun. Um, moving on from that, uh, unless Bomber had more questions. Nope. Um, you're wearing like a Hawaiian necklace. Is your family Hawaiian or? Uh, my mom's dad grew up in Hawaii. His whole okay. family grew up in Hawaii. I think he was the only one. I want to say he was the only one of his siblings that actually moved out here. Oh wow. Um. But yeah, that whole side. Most of them are still there. So do you go visit them a lot, or? Uh, yeah. Where? I haven't been, and it's they're all on Oahu. Okay. Um. In. I want to say it's like. Some of them are in Pearl City. My grandma's in Waipahu. Um. In terms of how far it is away from Honolulu and uh, all the and Waikiki I know all that, and all them, it's probably like. An hour away, mm-hmm. but it's closer <laughs> geographically because there's not that many. It's a lot of traffic, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. My brother lives on the east side of the island, so. Oh, okay. We're there. And yeah. I, I know the island pretty well. He works at a Haleiwa and all that, so. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So, but, uh, yeah, I haven't been there since, I don't think I've been there in a year and a half. But uh, before that, before that, I'd go, like, every other year, I think. And I don't, I've never done all, like, the touristy stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I've never hiked Diamond Head. 
I don't go to Waikiki often. I just go and have barbecues with my well, family. It's a place that you regularly go. I like, bet well, the tourist stuff is weird. Even well, even the beach. Like I don't even go to the beach that often. <laughs> like it's like it's like I just chill at That's my funny. grandma's house and we just chill and it's just like you visit. It's like what you normally do when you go visit your family. You just yeah. spend time with them. Well, you, well, you can spend time with them at the beach. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but we don't do that. We do, but not as often as you would think. Yeah. I don't do touristy stuff here where I live. So I'm, <laughs> people are always like, have you been here? I go, I don't do that. Yeah. I live here. What do I need to do that for? All right, so Mountain View High School. Uh, St. Francis in Mountain View. Oh, it was in Mountain View. Yeah, there, I just correct. There's another Mountain View High School like okay, that's down the street. But Got it. Yeah. So St. Francis High School. Yeah, so but my mom went there, and I wanted to go to the public school five minutes. I could walk there in ten minutes. But instead, I decided to think, think about it this way. If I can get, if it takes me like three hours mm-hmm. total to go just driving to school and back, yeah. I could have walked to school 30 times. I could have walked to my public school 30 times in the time that it takes me to travel to my school and back in one day. So Why did I decide to go there? <laughs> was it your decision? Well, I wanted to go to the public school. Yeah. That's where all my friends were going. That's all I cared about. My mom didn't force me to go, but she forced me to look into it. Okay. And I'm glad that I did because I found, um, I just found that everything that they had to offer, my public school had to offer too, but it was like a step up. In terms of what? Like what were like the leading factors? In terms of. The things that appeal to you as a graduating eighth grader are, like, technology, sports teams. But, like, after finishing, like, the teachers are really awesome. Still talk to them, like, a few of them. Um, Just the community, uh, it was smallish, 1,600. Based on you, like, shadowing there, spending time there beforehand? Um, Yeah, so I I had a shadow day. That was cool. Um, go, we went to like some basketball games. Um, like my parents took me to some basketball games, football. Um, and the idea of going to a school that my mom went to was kind of iffy for me, but reasonably, but I now think that it's really cool. Cause a lot of my friends had like, like one of my, one of my best friends, his sister was going there and his mom went there at the same time. Mm-hmm. My mom went there. Like everybody, like everybody knows each other. Yeah. And so, we'll go to a football game, and my parents will come just watch too, and then they'll run into people who I already know because yeah. they work on campus, and my mom will like, oh, he used to be my teacher. Yeah. I was like, that's my teacher. <laughs> like that's that's cool. The public, my public school isn't that old. They are actually, it's Christopher High School, and they're named that because the founders, the people that. Pay the most money, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and Christopher Ranch, which is the biggest garlic producer. <laughs> so everything's connected. Everything, yeah. And they're only like, I want to say they're only like 10 years old now. Okay. About that much. They don't have as much history as St. Francis. Yeah. My public high school. But the high school that I went to is, I think, as old as Disneyland. So. <laughs> that's a weird reference yeah, that, point. Well, uh, because because Disneyland always advertises their anniversaries, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wait, we just had our 60th anniversary or whatever. 64 years. That's pretty yeah. funny. I remember, I think my freshman year was 60 years, so sounds right. Yeah. Four years ago. Yeah. 
but I don't regret it. I, I was on this plan where I would go for the first year. I just applied anyways, and I got in, so I was like, I'll just go for the first year, and if I don't like it, I'll drop out and I'll come mm-hmm. back to public school because I can't do the reverse of that. I can't transfer in. Like, it's yeah. a lot harder to transfer in. Yeah. But I ended up loving it. Um, ran cross country. That was my main thing, cross country and track. Met a lot of my boys. If any of them are listening, shout out to them. <laughs> I had a great time on that team. And still keep in contact with all of them. What um, events for uh, track did you run? Anything 800 meters or longer. Ooh. Which just is the half mile, one mile, two mile. But one thing I always wanted to do was steeplechase. We don't have that in high school. Oh, yeah. That's so dope. Yeah. I I just I always wanted to do that. That's like you have to like hurdle over it's, the same yeah. thing. Over, all, to like, and then over like a like, lake. Yeah. And then there's water. Yeah, you have to run through water too. Yeah, I, I ran. I, I was a 100-meter sprinter. So yeah. I, whenever someone talks track, I, I get a little excited. That's, that's <laughs> the other thing that I'm not going to be able to ever relate to is the desire to run. Oh, no, I hated it too. That's, yeah, I, I, feel like, it. I feel like most runners hate running, but yeah. they like the results. Yeah, I did it because I was good. Like, Yeah, it's either, you either do it because you're good or you want to see yourself get better like if you play like frisbee or basketball mm-hmm. or whatever other sport you it's a lot less objective to determine how much improvement you've made but if you run a six minute mile yeah and in two years you're down to less than five minutes yeah obviously you just improve the minute of your time and that that's like a big huge thing and if you beat out somebody by a hundredth of a second which happens We've had a couple ones where they go where they're tied to a hundredth of a second and they just tie. But it's like it's yeah. the most it's like the most direct way to beat someone. And all these competitive people that play all these different sports, you everybody's goal is to always win, right? Mm-hmm. It's or like if you're on the basketball court and your team beats the other team, you can't really say you can't really it was for you. sure determine that like you were. You as a point guard were better than that point guard. Oh, so scored like a thousand points. But in running, in running, you finish the race, and they have already determined who's the best. Yeah, like it is. It's a. That's what I like most. It's an individual sport where, unless it's a relay, it's you who is the winner. It's not necessarily like, and like a big thing for me is like, as a sprinter, like no one slowed me down. Like I won because of me, not because of like little Jimmy couldn't finish the race. Is big for me. But yeah, a hundredth of a second, that's big for sprinting. And where it's like, I would win, I'd run like a, like an 11-2. And like the next person next to me would be like 11-2-1. I'd be faster than him because I ran 11-2. And it's insane. I beat him by like a fingernail. That was the thing that got me into cross country. Because I can never sprint. Because if you like, if you mess up at the start, you don't have that much time to make it up. But that's why I did cross country. Because I can fall at the start and still potentially win. <laughs> Because if you just it's get true. if you just get back up there, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I had a good start. Yes, in middle school, <laughs> that's why I joined cross country because I knew because I did track my first year mm-hmm. and I didn't do cross country and I joined cross country because I didn't do any sprints in track. I did the longer distance ones, so they encouraged me to go out for cross country. Yeah, and I felt even more confident because I didn't have to like start, so I didn't have to worry about my start so much. And that was one thing I don't know for some reason that's one thing that I struggled with was. My reaction time off the gun. The gun's scary. <laughs> I mean, that's like why, you ju- right? You it's jump, you to. jump, and then go. <laughs> yeah, well, not me, but well, I've it, seen... When I started, so that's what I always was scared. My first race we ever did was on this 
track that is not normal because it, it was painted black. So it was an all black track, and I just remember like going going off, and one of my friends she just completely just fell over, <laughs> and I'm like, "You're supposed to go!" Like we didn't even practice with a gun yet. We didn't because like we don't practice with a gun at school because you can't, like, you yeah. really shouldn't do that. So our coach had like one of the like a big like two pieces of like two pieces of wood that you clap together and it would imitate the sound. Yeah. And so like we get used to that, but she didn't get used to the gun. So the, her first race ever, which it wasn't mine because I did imitationals. But her first race, she freaked out because she wasn't used to it. And I was like, oh, man. She turned out to be really good, though, like after that. <laughs> Ran the next three years, and she did great. But it's just, it's so funny that that, like, the gun scared people. And, like, for me, like, the second I hear it, I I turn on and I go. Like, yeah. For like, so, like, the falling over thing, I'm like, that is, like, to me, that's horrendous. Like, oh, I can't, like, if I, oh, man, if I messed up that bad in the blocks, I would be beyond mad like yeah. i because i get mad if i'm doing bad at a sport it's like i remember one year i didn't do well in the finals and i got like fourth place and i remember taking off my spikes and just like throwing them across the football field <laughs> and like <laughs> there's people looking at me and i'm like just don't talk to me like oh man fourth place in what uh, in a hundred meter i mean race. But like what but it was like finals for finals for what oh it's fresh soft so i mean oh. it wasn't great but like fresh league? soft yeah yeah league finals so oh, okay i Fourth isn't bad. I mean, it was. It's the not to sound cocky, but it's the worst that I've placed in a finals for league. Just show that I, off. I normally get no Respect. second place is what I would average, <laughs> and it it annoyed me that I would get second place every single time. No, literally the guy who beat me my last year should not have beaten me, and it, I, it was very aggravating because I beat him the entire like three weeks like running up to it, and then that race for some reason I was. Just, a millisecond off of him and i'm like i could have been league champion and i, I wasn't and i was very very upset That's another but thing chris too. turned out really good though and good for him like the 100 meter it's like it seems like anyone can beat anyone because you're all within a second yeah. especially but, in a finals race it's yeah. huge and if you, but if you run like if you have like the mile finals and there's like 16 people mm-hmm. the first person is like 30 seconds off from the last person mm-hmm. It's not. It's not really a race of sixteen people, free for all. It's like, it's more like the first five can battle for first, the next five battle for the next five spots. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of defeats the purpose of having a champion. But there's anything can happen. So where were you placing? I ran the B team, <laughs> <laughs> but I give yeah. credit to our A team because they were really good. Um, yeah. I was. Not good my freshman year. Um, I made some improvements. Started to... So when we have a B team... So we have like a varsity training squad. So for cross country, only seven guys race mm-hmm. in the varsity race. You can't race more than seven. Yeah. Um, all the other races you can. They just score the first seven. Yeah. So when... But sometimes we'd have a time where the A team would take like essentially a bye week. Because they had a bigger race coming up or for whatever reason. So the B team would fill in. The B team would come from all these other races. So they'd pull, like, the top JV guys or the top sophomores. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, my sophomore year, I became our best sophomore because our sophomores had gone to the B team and they were racing. Uh, so that's when I started to build more confidence is when I started to lead my team, even though it wasn't, like, you take out the best guys for my team. <laughs> but I, but I, started to get, I started to gain more confidence because um, there was nobody, none of my teammates in front of me. And I had this whole new leadership mindset. So then 
going into junior year was when I made that varsity training squad yeah. and stayed there for junior and senior year. And my junior year, our A team uh, had an upset at state, which wasn't really an upset to us because we thought we were pretty confident. Yeah. I say we, our team. It wasn't me. I didn't race. Still. I was. You're on the team. You get to say we. Yeah. Um, and then because we did so well at state, um, Nike invited the team to the national meet in Portland. Oh, dang. And so at the beginning of the summer when preseason rankings came out, we were 49th. And by the end of the meet, we were ninth in the oh, nation. Wow. So that was that wow. was really sick to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean. I keep like, I have like, I, I got to make sure I give <laughs> props to them. They're pretty insane guys. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So what, out of the reasons you gave earlier, why did you choose running? Um, I was, I was like always in the sports, just whatever sports, basketball, yeah. volleyball, uh, running. Uh, to be honest, it was more like a process of elimination. So I did cross country because I didn't play water polo and I didn't play football. Those are the only two men's sports going on during the fall season. Yeah. Winter, I tried out for basketball, got cut. So what I did instead was I went out for winter training for track. Okay. And so I got, like every season, I just got more into running because I liked hanging out with the guys. Yeah. And when you go on a run for six miles, you're not doing anything except talking to them. And you just like get a closer bond than if you have a basketball practice because you're talking to each other, but you're talking to each other about plays. You're not going to talk to each other and be like, oh, put your right foot in front of your left. <laughs> like, and step, and step. And like step, sometimes and we step. do it. We talk a lot about running, but you're also talking to each other and just building a closer relationship. So every season just pulled me closer to them and didn't, yeah. I didn't want to leave. But spring, my freshman year, I still tried out for volleyball. I got cut, so I ran track. Didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. And then summer comes around, and you have summer training for cross country, and now it becomes a f- year-long sport, and you're running year-long, and I never left. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so the runs are like – like practice runs are pretty cool because what our coach liked to say was you want to push yourself so that you can improve, but you still want to be able to hold the conversation while you're running. Because yeah. if you can't, then that means that you should slow down and then eventually work your way up to – Staying with the group, and that's a whole other motivation thing, too, is, like, if there's a group of the varsity training squad of 14 guys and you fall off, it's like a it's like a FOMO moment because mm-hmm. now you don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's not, like, the main thing, but it's just, like... That's a good motivator. It's that, and also it's just kind of... It's almost, it's almost embarrassing when you're, like... When the coaches picked you to be one of the best guys on the team and you can't stay with them, Yeah, it's it motivates you for the next day to stay with them. So I get that. Like the first week back from like a break and you're like out of shape because you didn't do anything the week before yeah. or like the summer before. And you're just like, I suck right now. <laughs> you're throwing up. It's the worst feeling in the world. Cause you're like, I'm supposed to be there. I'm over here dying. <laughs> yeah. It's and like, I, it's like, I know I can be there. Yeah. Why can't I be there? You just have to, it's a lot. It's a big mental game too. A lot of runners will say that, a lot of runners might argue that it's mostly mental. Oh, it 100% is. And that, but then like, we always used to have this argument because like you can get a 300 pound guy and he can be completely confident that he can run a sub five minute mile, but it probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. But if you, like, the physicality comes from 
the work, but also having the positive mentality to keep doing it. Once you're already at that physicality, then it's mostly mental. Once you're at that point where you can run six miles or five miles in a certain amount of time, it just matters that you have the right attitude. Because I don't know how many times I ran seven miles, but I've run it in so many different times because I showed up to practice and I was like not feeling it. Like I was super tired. I was just out of it. So I fell back on the group, felt sorry for myself. Other times where I just had a really good Friday night, woke up Saturday morning. It's like, I'm ready to kill this run. And it was super easy. It's the same seven miles. It's the same trail, but because of how you prepare for it, Mm -hmm. it makes the entire practice different. One of my favorite things about running was um, people would be like, that's like, not, not even people, but they'd be like, you see these people like football players come out and that's their punishment to run. And I'm like, yeah. yep, we do that every day. See how much it sucks? Yep, we do that every I day. <laughs> that might have been one of my captions for my Instagram post was, our sport is your sport's punishment. Yeah, that, that's such like, <laughs> a common thing in our community where it's like, yeah, we run every single day more than they are running for punishment. It's like... Yeah, man, we we know it sucks because we do it. makes that hour of or 45 minutes or whatever of cardio at the beginning of ultimate practice easier on me because, like, it's you're hard and I'm breathing hard, but it's, it's like, uh, in a way, you're, my roots. Yeah, yeah, I would say in a way you're more used to it than probably other people who didn't run yeah. every single day, <laughs> multiple miles. Could you see that in him when he at practice and stuff? Is like, can you tell that he's more tuned? He's to obviously running? an athlete. Well, yes, he's but I'm saying faster like, than everybody else in short spurts. <laughs> <laughs> Bet he wasn't in the ra- he wasn't in the long race we had at alumni day. Why? Because it was short distance. I'm bad off the start. I knew I was going to lose. Smart. It's not but, setting himself up for failure. But let's race a mile. I'll beat yeah. I, Mingo or whoever. <laughs> I would not challenge Mingo to anything. All right, I take it back. <laughs> I don't even know him that well. I don't guys. even know him that well. All I know um, is that he was in the race. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he was impressed. Finn he said did. he ran a 5K in 17 minutes. Oh no, no, not 17 minutes. Seven minute pace in flip flops. Oh. I don't believe that. I yeah. And he has a picture, but I feel like it's photoshopped or it's not him. People I feel are like, like oh, that it's would easy to run in flip flops. No, it's not. That would literally destroy your feet like and the flip-flops probably. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I, I call BS on that, but <laughs> I don't care enough to try to make him prove it. <laughs> Do it right now. <laughs> so I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You you tell your stories, man. That's fine. Um, how'd you end up in Long Beach? Um, it was the cheapest. <laughs> I really I mean, wanted to go to the East Coast. I really wanted to go. Um. Like Midwest, East Coast. The only two California schools I applied to was San Diego State and Long Beach. Okay. The most Western school after that was Creighton in Nebraska. That is a random. You're the only person I think I've ever known to apply to Creighton. <laughs> Never heard of Creighton. It's really? where it's where Cal Corver went to college. Yeah, I wanted not for uh, just the kind of things that I wanted to be around was a campus that felt. That was big, but it didn't feel big. So, and I wanted them to have a D1 basketball team because one of the things that I always wanted to do was just go to the games and yeah. get in the what we called in high school the rage cage, and deck out. Creighton would be a good place to deck do out that. in school colors at the basketball game. So, like, 
I just applied to big basketball schools. It wasn't like that wasn't the pure reason, but when I was filtering my options, yeah. it was like so it was like them, Michigan, Ohio State, Marquette, all these big basketball schools, and then I come to Long Beach State, which I have yet to go to a basketball game. I think they've only had one. But yeah, I want to. Starts, yeah. But um, I was just looking for who had my major. I'm a criminal justice major. Um. Who had my major population size and cost were my biggest uh, factors. And it came down to calling up colleges and asking them to reconsider the whole financial aid situation. Yeah. And Long Beach ended up being the cheapest, which I am very content that I ended up here because I haven't, I don't have any complaints about the school. It's not like, not that I'm having complaints. It's not that I, I don't regret coming here. Like I don't wish like oh I wish I went to Butler. <laughs> like Butler was one of my top. I love that you applied to Creighton, Butler, and Marquette. All the that's fantastic. Great basketball schools from the I, early 2010s. <laughs> is it Marquette <laughs> the things you put in a grill? Huh? <laughs> you know like those the little. Are, those are called briquettes. Ah, close <laughs> enough. Yeah, oh I love it gosh. here. I intended on playing Ultimate Frisbee too. I kind of, I just didn't really care who. I just knew that wherever I ended up, I wanted to be on the team. So you played in high school and stuff too? Or? We had a club and we knew the rules, but we didn't have any plays. <laughs> it was kind of just the classic run around until you catch it and mm-hmm. get to the other side of the field. But it did, I mean, even if, I mean, I knew in terms of like knowledge of the game and strategies, I knew just as much as someone who just learned about the sport. But it gave me a head start on throwing, yeah. and cutting, and all that stuff. He came in as the best rookie thrower, probably. Hmm. Uh, shout out to Knox, who's probably Knox throws are trash. Oh, oh, <laughs> Knox has no, been playing. No, he's since fine. I know. Knox has been playing since fifth grade. Oh wow! So. He's been playing longer than anyone on the team, like veterans or yeah. rookies. He likes to talk about that a lot. Does it show? It shows yeah. in his t- aggression <laughs> and demeanor and what comes out of his mouth when he's yelling at people. <laughs> <laughs> it shows that he knows what he's talking about. Um, I just, For somebody who's been playing that long, he still has the weirdest throwing motions. And I guess that's true. Too. Um, but it's fine. No, but Mateo came in with some freaking rocket forehands that rookies don't normally have. I, I just kind of like, I don't, I mean, I try not to look at it like that. I just do what I can. Good. So why criminal justice? Um, I believe that this spark started when I started watching White Collar. <laughs> you ever seen that? <laughs> I know multiple people who love that show, that, and I just never got into it. That's my favorite show of all time, and I start, I think I started watching that at the beginning of high school, Yeah, and that just kind of got me, because it's like any other, it's kind of like any other cop show, FBI show, but it's got this guy with who has an ulterior motive, so he helps, he's an ex-con with quotes on the ex. Because he secretly 
still tries to uh, do illegal things. Yeah, like behind, like behind the scenes, behind the FBI's back, because yeah. they let him out because he was going to help out the FBI. And I think the whole psychology. I wanted to do criminal psychology. We don't offer that at Long Beach, but double majoring in criminal justice and psychology is something that I might do and okay. I'm thinking about doing, which wouldn't be. It's more like a one and a half major because some of the classes will overlap. Yeah. But I think it's interesting to look more into how, like, a criminal's mind works, how they're going to approach things from different angles. If they know that the FBI knows stuff about them, they have to get around that and um, try to find another way while the FBI is doing the same thing. Um, Not sure what I want to do in terms of a career about that. Yeah. One cool thing. One thing, one job that sounded cool was being a psychologist or a therapist for, for for people who come out of prison or jail and want to turn their life around. Mm-hmm. They intend to turn their life around and helping them with that. Um, but I'm not, like, so set on a certain career path yet, so I got to figure that I'm looking to figure that out soon. That's what college is for because yeah. i'm sure through all the classes like a lot of that stuff will come up like this is what somebody does with this and this is what this career looks like and yep then i have my whole shoe thing it's like i said it's a side hobby but it's something completely different than criminal justice and people mm-hmm. are always telling me to make that a new career so i might i'm also if i don't double major in psychology criminal justice on its own doesn't give me enough credits to graduate so it's a good opportunity for me to Double major or add a minor. And if I add a minor, I want to do it business-related Yeah. and explore that side of things. Entrepreneurship. Yep. That would be – that would make sense. It's so do a you, class? Huh? Is that a class? It's I a it's a point – it's a field of emphasis under business because mm. there's the college of business. Yeah. So it's like business administration. And then under that, there's like mine was management. But there's marketing. There's – international business there's entrepreneurship mm-hmm. there's like several other things that you can do that as i had an entrepreneurship class my senior year of high school my last semester and the guy that runs the reselling account with me yeah. or like our business his name's mason he's one of my boys uh we had to come up with a the entire semester was like a project so we had to come up with a product or service and we came up with Something that I now realize I probably shouldn't say on public, <laughs> to like to public knowledge, because we are actually in the middle of trying to get a patent for it. And if we talk about it, then then don't talk about it. Yeah, we won't talk about You're it. But good. it was a it was a cool experience. It was a cool experience. The entire semester was mm. that we had a Shark Tank at the end, basically, and some real investors came. They oh really? They didn't invest in us, but they like graded us on the presentation yeah, and the yeah, idea. Like a and mock. Yeah, and the school had, like, a separate fund based on sponsors and these investors where instead of investing in us directly, they gave us awards, and the awards were cash prizes that we could only use towards this business. Yeah. So we won a fair amount of money that will give us a decent I start. mean, what was the – were the awards titled? Oh, yeah, they were, most like – likely to do we got, best? We got most innovative – there was um, most business ready, so regardless of what the project was, like, it was like could get started, like right how right. ready were you to begin yeah. the project? Um, 
how uh, far yeah. how far off were like did they give you advice on that kind of stuff like how far uh, away you were, guys were from being business ready I mean we knew what we needed to get done it's just in terms of what our project was it's not it was it's not as easy for high school seniors yeah. getting ready to take okay. on college to put in all that work but other like but there were like other groups who already knew a lot about coding and their product already already was heavily surrounded around yeah. that coding so they already had like a proto we had a prototype too but like their prototype didn't need much more work to be done Got they it. just needed to get it to someone who would use it ours has to go undergo like a whole like multiple processes processes i don't know I think it's to, in order to get it even the latter like it's like to get it to the first step we got to do all this stuff to get there yeah but I think our idea is pretty sick. So is that something you still, like, the two of you are still working on? And Slowly, yeah. Um, we did some work over the summer on it. Um, that's good. It's fine. I messed up the mic, but it's fine. Um, yeah, we're slowly working on it. Um, that plus college plus the reselling business. Um, so what is... You keep referring to it as the reselling business. It's is it set up as a thing, or do you guys just both have access to a... It's like a shared Instagram account, but, I mean, we run it as if it's a business because I think running it... I personally think that running it I as mean, professionally as we can is going to... Because there are complications the to that, because if you're operating as a business, like, are you an LLC? Are you these other nah. things? Are you paying taxes on it's, income? Like, I feel like it's just easier to refer it to it as a no, business. No, I agree. That's why I, was, that's why I was asking, like, how... small business or anything. Because that gets, that gets tricky. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it's a source of income, then certain things... We'll say no. Yeah, we'll say no, it's not you're not like, making money. It is not... It's, it's a non-profit. Not, it's not anywhere close to, like, a comfortable source of income. It's just, like, it'll get me El Pollo Loco for lunch. Yeah. He doesn't like a pollo loco. Or the classic chicken burrito combo yeah, he's is the perfect meal for a college student on a budget. Trying to get something good before practice. He's, he's a BRC guy. <laughs> Aren't you? BRC. No, that's not. Cody is. Cody loves BRCs. Beans, rice, and cheese. Oh, yeah, I do like those. <laughs> but I never call them a BRC. That's literally what everyone calls them. I literally call them a bean, cheese, and rice burrito. I won't. Like the civilized person I am. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Now you got me. I was gonna ask something else regarding that. Regarding the business stuff. Oh, are they gonna say about it? No, I don't care if I like a boy logo. I I don't like BRCs. Why? Because they're boring. You're boring. Beans and rice. You get a carrot. If anyone wants to buy stuff, we're yeah, promote. M M N M resell on Instagram. It's because my friend Mason, we're both, our names start with M. It was just easy. And then we picked up another guy to, like, sell stuff on our Instagram account, too. And we were just kind of, like, thinking about it because it was fairly new. We're like, do we really need a third person? And his name's Manib. So we were, like, the, the thing that pushed us over the fence, we were like, yeah, his name starts with an M. We can bring him on. <laughs> so how does it work? How does it work sharing, quote unquote, profits? Like we don't. Like if I buy a shoe, I will do whatever I can to sell it on my own, and I keep that money. Okay. If it's something that 
So how does a, a partnership help either of you then instead we of just, just doing it yourselves? We share the same platform. And so if I bring you to follow our account, you will see my stuff and both of their stuff. It just like it's more of the reach. It's just a bigger reach. Okay. It's more eyes. And also if like if something's two hundred dollars mm-hmm. and I can afford it, but I'm not really sure. I'm skeptical on how much profit it'll make me. I can ask Mason if he wants to split it. So we'll split the cost. We'll each pay a hundred, and then we'll split whatever profits we get. We'll split that too. Okay. It just yeah. That that makes a little sense. Yeah. It's not like we split everything. We kind of just keep our things. Yeah. But, like, if you look at the Instagram, you won't be able to tell what's mine and what's his. Okay. You guys post unbiased on... Yeah. It's as if it's one person. We just do it together. When we go to Sneaker Con... Yep, there's a smile I was waiting for. Oh, I... (laughs) There's so many... That doesn't surprise me that that's a thing that exists. I'm sure it exists in multiple ways in multiple places. All these conventions are crazy, and I love seeing... All these different kinds of. I just having a sneaker convention is just a just people that just have shoes out. You're just just putting shoes on display. Well, on display for one, like the rare ones are on display, but we have some people have a table. We just set up in the trading pit, and we have all these shoes and clothes laid out, and people walk around trying to trade and buy and sell stuff. So it's essentially the same thing that we're doing, and the Instagram's just everyone's in the same building, so everyone there has the same purpose. Everyone's all in one place, and that's where we get rid of a lot of our inventory. So I'm hoping he'll come down for the L.A. one December 7th and 8th this year. How much inventory do you have? Uh, Right now, see, I don't even know. It's not like a crazy amount. In terms of shoes, I probably have like maybe 10 pairs. Like, Do you intentionally keep it that small just so it's easy to keep track of and move or because... That with the combination with the fact that I don't work and I have a limit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it... Like, like, do you have to wait till one of those sells and then before you can buy something else because you don't have the capital for it? Pretty much, but if something comes out that's irresistible to buy, like, I know it's going to profit me a lot and I'll buy it because, like, I keep a buffer so i'm not like completely broke because that's yeah. kind of dangerous <laughs> but <laughs> but Indeed. um for the but like if it's something that like oh this will probably make me money i'll just hold off on it yeah but um and what do your what do your parents think of this whole process my dad was really scared at first but after i kept them i've been doing this scared that it would that lose. i would lose that i would lose money i didn't know what i was doing because okay. least because I get more excited about when I buy a shoe than yeah. when I sell it. It's easy to get caught up buying stuff. Yeah. You know? So he only so he only knows about not only he knows more about like when I buy stuff and he's never he's always scared that I'm never gonna sell it. <laughs> but when I sell it, I don't really like uh, talk about it as much because if a shoe is really hard to get, it's hard to get for everyone. Yeah. And then it's hard for me to sell it. Like it's a process for me to sell it to. Yeah. So at that point, I'm just like fine. Like I can just finally get it out of my hands. But to get a shoe is a whole different thing, and that's, like, exciting on its own. Yeah. So I will be stoked for, depending on what kind of shoe it is, I might be stoked for, like, a week. And your mom? My mom um, kind of likes to stay out of it because she doesn't like to hear me spending my money. Yeah. And in the in the same way, my dad likes to be involved, but he's all, he used to be skeptical. But now after he's seen, like, how I handle it. Yeah. He's more comfortable. He took me to my first sneaker con. That was sick. 
It was down, it was in Anaheim. Okay. And that was my first one was two years ago, I think. I've only been to two, but that surprised me. I guess that they're just hard to get to because they're in big places. They're so they're all over, mostly over the U.S. They had Chicago this weekend. Um, they started to go international recently. Um, but the only ones in California are Bay Area and Los Angeles. So the next closest one I think would be Vegas. That makes sense. And I don't think they go there very often. But like Los Angeles seems to be an annual thing. So does Bay Area. But like Cleveland is like, or Dallas. Dallas is like once every two or three years. It just like they're not gonna go to. No one's gonna go to Wyoming for a sneaker contest. Agreed. I mean, Dallas isn't even like a touristy place. It's not that bad, but. Um, Have you been to Dallas? No. I mean, like in terms of like. Um, I mean, at least it's a name that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be like SneakerCon Cheyenne. No. <laughs> I feel like it'd be really smart to have, because you said Vegas, and that just made me think, like, because NBA hip-hop culture is all about shoes and stuff, yep. too. It's all tied in. And so, like, having a sneaker con around the same time as the NBA All-Star game would be... Mm-hmm. That would make a lot of sense. I mean, it might complicate things, but it would also be, like, if those two things are happening at the same time, and you have that much pop culture in one place at one time, that that would be insane. Or kind of fuse them together, like... Have like a deal like you can get into the sneaker con with your ticket to the All Star kind of thing. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Because yeah, like a lot of people in the like, NBA, you're pretty into it. Is this is gonna be like an ignorant question? But like, is there who who sets up a sneaker con? Who just decides we're gonna host a conference? There's like some a sneaker. There isn't some like <laughs> overriding sneaker organization that I governing body, right? I it's don't know how it just started, decides. but it probably has. They probably just have a committee and they just decide where to go to next. They have. I think, like is to the public, the public only knows like the next three locations that they're gonna go, yeah. and they just circle. Oh, excuse me, they just circle the globe and hit all these different spots. I don't know how it got started though, but I can imagine just like any other sneaker or not sneaker, any other convention is just like a group of people who have the same hobby and wanna bring everyone to the same spot. Yeah, because I never would have thought how like Comic Con starts. Yeah, like who just decides? All right, we're just gonna invite all these people. Robert to go. M. Comic. You are not helping. Because that's just a weird idea. Like, that takes one person who's super connected to just say, hey, all of you all have this interest with me. Let's put on this convention and invite everybody that we think cares. Yeah. And then it just builds from there, I guess. I think it also starts from someone who, like, realizes that they have a weird hobby. And then they get, like, everybody else clicked on it. And then they realize, oh, other people like this, too. Okay, so let's, let's do something big. But that time, of, that time of year is exciting. Like, I think I was already talking about LA SneakerCon, like I said, in the beginning of December, before the Bay Area SneakerCon was over. And that was in July. <laughs> and I was already... Just because, like, are there... I don't even... The question Like, why ask. am I so excited about no, it? No, I understand why. It would be like... It would be like a fan fest thing for example. It'd be like an all star yeah. game for me, like going like all the best of everything is here to come see and yeah. explore and talk to people who are interested in the same thing and just nerding out together mm-hmm. about this thing that we love. I get that. I guess it's just like are there individuals in the sneaker world who are like, I know that this person just has this insane collection and they're bringing stuff, so I want to come see. Like, is that how it works? I believe. One of the most popular platforms right now is YouTube. 
so there's like they call themselves sneaker YouTubers. They appeal more to kids or like younger, like high schoolers, yeah. middle schoolers. Um, but I think that's just because they can show off their collection to everybody. But there's probably people who are a little bit more low key with it and have the biggest collection ever and nobody really knows about it mm-hmm. obviously a lot of celebrities are into it because they just have money to spend and what else to spend it on they've already spent it on the house they've already spent it on the clo- uh, the clothes the cars yeah all that stuff um but when you go to sneaker con there's a lot of sneaker youtubers i would say that are there a lot of sneaker store owners like consignment shop owners will come out from um the greater local area, so like at Bay Area, there's people from Las Vegas, there's probably people from Washington, Oregon, and then also people that make their own products. So people that make sneaker and like Nike-based um, like phone cases, for example, mm-hmm. like this culture has introduced, has brought in like the high-end side of it so like louis vuitton and gucci and you can take like a louis vuitton bag cut it up and make a phone case out of it yeah louis vuitton makes their own phone cases too but it's kind of cool thinking that it comes from somewhere else and that someone handmade it and you can buy it at somewhere like sneaker con yeah it's sneaker con is really just full of a lot of people who intend to make some kind of money on it or intend to collect yeah and everybody's there for the same purpose which is good and bad because it's it's mostly good, but the bad sorry, the bad part that I keep referring to is like if I want to make money on it, I'm gonna lowball the heck out of you, and it's annoying as a seller to get all these lowballers come up to you and waste your time. Yeah. But on the other hand, they're just trying to make money, and they might as well ask. There's no harm in asking. Yeah. But that's really all sneaker con is. Who's the most? known famous person that you've like interacted with or seen at one of those things um there's this guy that owns a consignment shop in las vegas and now opened up one in new york um he owns this store called urban necessities and the way that he runs his business is crazy because he was homeless i think less than five years ago Jeez. and i don't know how he started it but now he's one of the biggest buyers and consigners in at least that I'm aware of in yeah. this business in terms of like a privately owned sneaker shop because he has a YouTube that he uses to get his word out. But there's other like there's other stores too. If you go on Fairfax in Hollywood, there's like Flight Club. That's more of a company than a small business like this guy's running out of Las Vegas. Okay. And he's just – I've met him. I, like I don't know him personally, but I just – Met him at SneakerCon and talking to him a little bit, and um, it's just crazy to see where, how, like, how much he, he's progressed in the past few years. So is that just like a cool, like, wow, this guy's dope. This is cool to talk yeah. to him. Or is there's that, not like, there's or not is there like a I want to be like that? Like I'm learning from him so I can do something like that. Like it's a learning thing too. Like being, it's also something of that shoes will increase or decrease in value over time, just like the stock market. Yeah. So guessing, well, not really guessing, but knowing what shoes will increase in t- over time and 
so you can pay retail for it, right? So let's say you retail for 150, and the initial resale price is 300. So you pay 300 for a shoe, but you think you personally believe that it's going to go up in value if you just hold on to it and don't do anything with it for two years. Yeah. And then in two years you sell it for 900 dollars. You just made 600 dollars. Yeah. Although you were out 300 dollars for two years, but you just made your money. But that's yeah. from you being knowledgeable of what sells and what. And the way things are trending and the yeah. way that... And so people like him know a lot more than me and are not afraid to spend that money. Yeah. I am more cautious with it just because I'm not... Because he has business. to be willing to make a, a bunch of big investments knowing that a couple aren't going to come through but expecting a couple to do what he anticipates and make the money back. Yeah. There's been some stuff that I've thought was going to go up in value and it didn't and I just had to get rid of it because there's no point in holding on to it anymore but most of the stuff I will be greedy with and try to at least get my money back yeah so I'll trade my way up to what I paid for it if I if not more other times it's pretty comfortable I can make like 20 bucks here 30 bucks there yeah luckily hopefully like 100 or whatever on like one pair and it's kind of crazy what's like, the most you've made on one pair um 270 on one pair of shoes. How I currently have a pair of shoes that will, if I sell it right now, I can make 300, I think. From but, what you paid for it? Yeah. But this in the same thing, I think it's going to go up, so I'm going to hold on to it for a few more months. Um, can you so say what, what shoe it is? It's a Travis Scott Air Jordan 6. Mm -hmm. And an interesting, interesting thing is that the size matters, too. It's like a smaller well, yeah, size. <laughs> a smaller size is like, right now, it's like 1,000, 1,200. The size that I have is like 600. Just because... I Travis Scott Air Jordan's what? Six. Because of somebody, like, it's more likely that somebody in the smaller size would wear it, or that's easier to display, or, like, I, what, what causes the difference? I honestly don't know. I think people with, maybe people with smaller feet are more willing to pay for it, or maybe there's a lower stock number that they made. Maybe they made more. They usually make more... Size 8 to 12 yeah, those those are, like those are more common, and it's hard to find a size 6. So if you find a size 6, you're going to be more willing to pay for it. <laughs> it just seems like that's – I feel like owning a shoe – sucks for the people that are size 6, and they can't get any um, shoe for yeah. good price. Farfetch'd was the site you talked about, right? What? Was it Farfetch'd, the site no. you were talking about earlier? No. Oh, well, it has it for um, – it was $1,333. What size was it? Uh, that's you know? a good question. Let me try and find it. But yeah, it dropped, a lot of, to, a lot it dropped like, to 720. There's a lot of uh, um, websites and online stores that'll do the same thing. That there's so many people that do this. And it, uh, it looks like eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. There's one left for that one, and there's one left for eight. It slowly, it slowly decreases, and for this shoe at least, for most shoes, it slowly decreases as you go up every half size, and it's like right, usually right at ten or ten and a half is where there's a big drop. Thing. Uh, which I guess is good for me. I'm a 10. <laughs> but I don't keep any of these expensive shoes, really. So what's the, like, turnaround time on those, on the ones that um, had the, your biggest gain? And, the, like, how long have you had these? These I've had for less than a month. Oh, wow. Or maybe about a month. The ones that I made the most money on, I'm glad that I sold them then because they've gone down about $100 since I sold them. I sold them in two days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's other like there's things that I'll 
Sometimes I'll sell them in negative time because if you come, like earlier we were talking about, if you'll you come to me. You'll set up a sell knowing that. Yep. If you come to me, be like, I want this in this size. And I go out and I find it, I already know you're going to buy it from me because we already agreed on yeah. the price. So those are really cool, really comforting to know that I don't have to hold on to it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems like the ideal setup. And then some people are like, well, I'm not going to pay you more than what you paid, but you just sat at home and did nothing. I went out to yeah. six stores until I found it. Be like, well, that's not worth the $50 markup. Okay, well, then I'll just sell it to someone else who will pay me 50 bucks for it. Yeah. I'll take care of my friends. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to rip off everyone, my friends and my family, but I did not drive to six stores <laughs> to not <laughs> yeah. make any money. There was a time investment and stuff. You reacted to something earlier. I thought you were going to comment on that. Doesn't matter. No, it's just the Mighty Riches. I never thought I'd. <laughs> I never, no, I meant earlier. <laughs> Too much detail. Um, never thought I'd have that long of a conversation about shoes. Yeah. I didn't think we'd talk about it that long either. Well, well now we need to have the other conversation. <laughs> um, you were at an event this weekend mm-hmm. that has gotten a lot of publicity. Sorry to say I missed the ultimate tournament in San Diego, but... Things happen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of tournaments still to go to, and these type of events don't necessarily happen that often and have crazy occurrences, so... Go. So I don't know if you want to talk about the ending like briefly, but I think in like how I'm going to tell this story, you should probably pretend that you don't know the story, and pretend that you're at this festival. It. I went okay. To so first, so yeah. So you're at. You went to this it's festival a, called Camp Flogna. For yeah. those of us. Was that in like Chicago? Uh, no, it was at Dodger Stadium. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so for most of us going in who have no idea what it is, explain what it's, Camp Flogna is. It's a music festival slash carnival um, run by Tyler, the creator, a big hip-hop artist right now. All the artists that are there is um, anywhere from hip-hop all the way down to indie indie music. But... For the most part, the hip-hop artists that are there aren't the kind of stuff that you hear on the radio. It's more of a niche thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I like to use the word grunge, like more grungy, but it's not really grunge. I, it's, I have a hard time explaining it. It's like grunge, lo-fi, more underground. Yeah, the underground rap. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I'm not, like, I am not the type of person who would go to this, but my cousin really wanted to go for like a long time. Mm-hmm. So we went. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought I'd discover some new artists, listen to some people who I know are really popular by. So that's the purpose of a lot of these festivals, are to be headlined by really known people, but to also give an opportunity for dozens and dozens of less known to have a presence and get heard by a lot of people. So this festival was pretty cool. I was excited to go. Um, Like, who were you anticipating? Who were your um, people that you wanted to see? I was ready to see Tyler, the Creator. Um, I mean, he runs the whole thing, but he also headlines it every year. Yeah. Um, I was also I wanted to see Brock Hampton, um, the baby, uh, some other people that I've heard of, like Daniel Caesar and and her. Like I know who they are. I know a couple of their songs, but I don't know enough songs to like go to a concert and know all those songs. Yeah. So I listened. So we went and saw them, and that was cool. Um, I also bought my tickets. 
in May. The set list, I believe, came out over the summer, and I bought the tickets in May. Oh, based not even on, knowing. Yeah, based on the past lineups, and I really wanted to see ASAP Rocky, yeah. who is, like, Tyler's best friend and always co-headlines it as well. But over the summer, he was in prison in Sweden, and they had to, in what my guess is, Okay, so this year's festival was headlined by Tyler, the creator, and a mystery guest. My guess is that they had to do the mystery guest because ASAP Rocky got thrown into prison. Yeah. yeah. So they had to. They didn't have enough time to get a new person, but they needed to put something so in. So it would have been ASAP Rocky. I think so, because he's been there for yeah. pretty much – he's been there every year. So then they just had to put mystery guest as a filler until yeah. they figured out who was going to be. Yeah. But then they never announced that even leading up to the weekend. Nope. So nobody they knew it, who it was. They left in a mystery all the way up till 9.55 on Sunday night, the last performance of the entire weekend. Yeah. And so there were all these guesses going around the entire summer. Leading up to the festival, at the festival, everybody was talking about it. Like, you just talk to new people while you're waiting in line for whatever. You just turn around and talk to them. Like, who do you think it's going to be? And every single person that I talked to, at least, and I imagine every single person in that place, there's probably, like, at least 40,000 people. Everybody was convinced that it was Frank Ocean. That'd be dope. Why is that? Because there's a there's and stuff like Tyler like best friends too. They're they? they're really good friends. Um, uh, Frank Ocean hasn't performed in like two or three years, but he releases or even come out with music. But he releases two singles in the past few weeks, and so everyone. So thought he that hadn't was like, he hadn't been in the public in a long time. Yeah, and he's just done new music. Yeah, so those everyone two thought things that it would be perfect. And then like they started looking at little east like people like fans started looking for little Easter eggs too. So. On the set list, the design for the set list, the question mark, the mystery guest, it's a banner being carried by a UFO, like, across the banner. It's just what it is. Okay. In one of Frank Ocean's songs, he talks about, like, seeing a UFO. And people were just, like, uh, there was a lot of these little things, and people were just putting them together. Yeah. And so everyone was not only guessing that it was Frank Ocean was the mystery guest, but they were just straight up convinced. No, There was no doubt in anyone's mind that it wasn't Frank Ocean. Yeah. And even me... Someone who was still hoping it was ASAP Rocky was starting to get convinced that it was Frank Ocean. Yeah. The festival hasn't even started yet. It's Friday. The festival hasn't started and yet. That, and that's like, just what everyone is. Yeah. It's what everyone's hoping for. It's what everyone is believing. It's what everyone is expecting. Yeah. Which is a problem that I'll get to in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts at 9.55, right? The mystery guest is 9.55. You're crazy if you bought tickets to this festival and you left. Because everybody wants to know who it is. Yeah. Everybody wants to see Frank Ocean. It's 9.50. Everyone's packed in this area. It's just, it's really in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. I was going to say, so everyone's standing, yeah. was there any actual performances in the stadium? No. Yeah, it was just the whole outside. Yeah, like right outside. Okay. Um, think about it. So, think about it this way. It's like a football field. And, like, the crossbar is the stage. Yeah. Right? And then... The entire playing field, all the green, is where people can stand. Yeah. Also, me and my cousin bought VIP tickets, so we were pretty close. So imagine, like, the five-yard line out to, like, oh, wow. the right side hash mark up until the back of the end zone. That was probably even less than that. That was dedicated to VIP. So we were oh, able wow. to go straight there. Dang. So we were pretty close. So I can't really see how many people behind me, but from the area that I saw on, like, the map and, like, an aerial view... It's about as long as the football field as all the other people. Maybe yeah. maybe out to, like, the 20-yard line. Okay. But that's how many people were packed in there. Nobody, like, everybody went to go see this. And people are 
making other guesses. If it's not Frank Ocean, it's ASAP Rocky. That's the second most likely. People were saying that it might have been the Odd Future gang, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. the group that Tyler used to be in, which also had uh, ASAP Rocky, Frank Ocean, and a couple other guys who were at the festival. They unofficially broke up in 2015, and they've all done pretty well individually. Mm-hmm. Um, so because like half the guys were already there, it didn't seem unreal for the rest of the guys to come out as yeah. mystery guests and do like some of their old songs. Um, another thing that people were, some people were speculating was that Tyler is the kind of person with the personality to come out and give us a second performance as a surprise because we went and saw him Saturday night. He might just come out and be like, haha, it's just me, I'll do yeah. it again. Right? So it's 9.50, Five minutes before, people are getting anxious. They're like, Frank, 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 we want Frank. Everybody's chanting. All these people are just chanting at the stage. The stage is black. Nobody's up there. No one's doing anything. They're just yeah. waiting. And then it's 9.55. Nobody comes out. <laughs> We're still chanting. No We're one still comes. making Frank chants. I personally, people are going to kill me for this. I don't know much of Frank Ocean. I don't know many of his songs, if any. It's pretty decent. But Got a great voice. He, yeah, he's good. I just it's not something that I would choose to listen to. Um it's now ten oh something and no one's come out and now we're starting to speculate that maybe the mystery guest was a joke. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Well who performed before that? Who performed? Y G. On that stage it was Y G. Oh geez. Okay. Um But like no one's real no one, everyone's like, Oh, someone's gonna come out. Frank just has stage fright or like or like there's a delay or something. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, like, at this point, everyone's super, super anxious and restless, and they're, like, starting to complain. Yeah. Um, Tyler comes out on stage, and we're like, oh, it's Tyler. Whatever. But he gives us, like, a little intro, like, thanks for coming. After this, get home safe. Thanks for all your support. And I just had a question, can I bring a couple friends out? And when he says a couple friends, everyone's like, like, at least me, I was like, oh, he's going to bring out the odd future. Yeah. And so everyone's cheering, like, yes, bring out Frank. Just give us a ton of people as long as Frank's in that group, right? Yeah. ASAP Rocky comes out, and everyone's freaking out because we all know who ASAP Rocky is. And he does a couple songs, and then he leaves. Oh, I didn't know that he performed. Yeah, that there's like cool. there's like some sides of this that nobody knows because all anyone knows is the ending. Yeah. Right? So Rocky comes out, and a normal person who goes to a festival with a mystery guest would think, oh, Rocky was the mystery performer. But he goes off after two songs, and then... Tyler says, can I bring another friend out? And out comes Lil Uzi Vert, who's pretty big too. He does two songs, two or three songs, I can't remember. And then he leaves. So then Tyler now is like, can all he says is like, can I? Um, And everyone's like, yes, yes, bring out Frank. Nobody is thinking that Rocky and Uzi are the headliners. Everybody, every single person is thinking, cool, Rocky and Uzi are opening for Frank Ocean. Like, we, that's a weird place to be in. You can't have, like, it's because of the expectations that everybody already had that yeah. the fans com- came up with on their own. And in my opinion, neither one of those would necessarily open for Frank, though, too. I, I wouldn't think so either. They're the kind I of would see where more of Frank yeah, yeah. opening for one of them. Yeah. So that's kind of like my big red flag where it's like, oh, yeah. you know, they probably, people started, probably should have realized like, that probably isn't going to happen if those are the openers. Yeah. Because and even ASAP Ferg opening for that guy is big. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah, even yeah, it was it was something else, and people were still expecting Frank. There was no wavering of oh maybe Frank might not be here. Yeah. Everyone was like no Frank's back there. We're just waiting for him. And they loved Rocky. They loved Uzi. And then 
Tyler says, like, can I bring out another friend? And everyone's like, yes, yes, we want Frank. Frank, Frank. We're chanting Frank again. And out comes Drake. And everyone's like, dang, it's not Frank. But we like Drake. Anyways. Yeah. So he does two songs. Everyone's, like, really into it. Everyone's still really into it, just like they were with the first two guys. What... If you've ever been to a concert, they're always like, how you guys feeling? They're like, everybody doing mm-hmm. all right? They do that to build up the energy. What Drake does is he asks, like, do you guys want to keep going? Should I keep going? Do you guys want me to stay here? That's just what he does. Yeah. That's what he does at his normal concerts, too. He asked, So after two songs, he asked that, and everyone's like, uh, we want Frank, but, yeah, keep going. Like, it's Drake. We got to keep him going. So he does a couple more songs, asks the question again. At this point, everyone's like, uh, we just kind of wanted Frank, but we're not going to say no to Drake. So, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then the third time, he does, like, I think he does, like, maybe four or five songs there. He doesn't do the whole thing, so it's not, like, 20 minutes, but um, he asked again. And then now everyone, like, half the people are, like, okay, just get off the stage. You're cutting into Frank's time. Like, let's go. And the other half is just, like, uh, I don't want to kick off Drake so early. So he does another two songs. And the fourth time is what you see all over the Internet. Is when he asked if we if you want him to stay. So he did Everybody two songs and then asked and did that three times. Yeah, more like more or less than like more than two so songs. He would do eventually. more and more songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he started with the two because Rocky did two and Uzi did mm-hmm. two. So it's kind of the he, pattern. Yeah, yeah. So um, what we see on the internet and all these articles is that when he asked it that fourth time, everybody's booing him. What the articles say is that. It was because we were disappointed that it wasn't Frank, which technically is true, but it's mm-hmm. not accurate. Because what was really happening is that we're looking at our watches and we're saying, wow, Drake, you're really cutting into Frank's time. Mm-hmm. Get off the stage so that Frank can have some time to perform for us. Yeah. And so we boom off stage so that Frank can finally get on. And he goes, all right, it's been love. I go by the name of Drake. Thank you for having me. And he walks off. And then the lights turn on. And the stage crew comes on, and everyone's like, what the heck? Where's Frank? Yeah. Is Frank not coming? Or No, he's coming. Like, where? I just take it. Is it intermission? Or, or what? No one ever said any final words. Tyler didn't come out and say any final words. People are getting mad. People are throwing water bottles on the on the stage. People are getting Dang. frustrated. We're all, like, having debates about it. Like, But now we're starting to realize, oh, Drake was the headliner. Because when Drake came on, everyone was like, oh, sweet. Now we have so Rocky, Uzi, awesome, and Drake yeah. opening for Frank. Mm-hmm. Like, this is sick. Like, the like the amount of certainty that everybody thought it was Frank was as if they told us that Frank was going to be the headliner in the first place. Yeah. But they never gave any hints. It was just so a mystery, and they never talked about it. So it's pretty much people just made up the lie in a way. Kind of. Well, it. I wouldn't say it's a lie. It was just like. A very speculations. Yeah, by like avid this fans happened, made guesses. It happened to be what you liked, and everything just seemed to line up. From a fan that wants to see Frank so badly, mm-hmm. everything just seemed to line up, and then everybody just got on board with it, and was really convinced that it was him. That it was him. I wouldn't say that we, I wouldn't say that we booed off Drake because mm-hmm. we didn't like him. It was because we liked Frank more. Me personally, Drake is. I don't care how mainstream he is. He's my favorite rapper everywhere. Or uh, ever, yeah. not everywhere. Favorite rapper ever. He's in my top four like artists, and everyone's gonna be like, "Mateo, you're dumb for thinking that." But no, I agree. It's just what I, it's just what I grew up on. So I was really happy to see him, and I was probably one of the only people in mm-hmm. 
in there that knew like all the words. You were stoked that whole time. Yeah, I was I was excited the whole time. When people started booing. I was like, no, don't. It's my guy. <laughs> don't I've, boo him I've seen Drake, yeah. and it's a fun show. Like he's yeah. great live. So it's like, and I couldn't imagine booing. <laughs> another thing is like, the tickets for a general admission to Camp Flogna are cheaper than a nosebleed for Drake. Yeah. And everyone is everyone is so focused on getting Frank to come on stage, nobody's focusing on what's in front of them. Yeah, you're getting if you're worried about money, you're more than getting your money's worth. If you're worried about who's on stage, even if you're not a Drake fan, like this guy has the most. I think he's the rapper with the most top ten hits in terms of number one hits out of artists ever. He's the first rapper to have yeah as many as he has, and he's. The second most, I think, is Jay-Z, and he's Drake's been doing it for half as long as Jay-Z has. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, at that point, it doesn't even matter, like, how mainstream. It's just, like, a matter of res- – almost like a matter of respect. This and, is, like, this is an icon public, that you get to yeah. take in, and you are completely missing it. But, I mean, the demographic of the people that were there, like I was saying, like, darker hip-hop down to indie, like, those people – to be honest, don't care about Drake. Yeah, yeah and all the Drake's stuff they hear on the radio. Dark hip hop, like they it's are. not like the it's not what those people wanted to see in the first. Like they want to see Frank Ocean, yeah. but it's for sure disrespectful to boo him if anyone off stage. But it's just not what those people like. They didn't care. Like they could care less. They couldn't care less about Drake. But if like I thought about it the other way, if you go to like Rolling Loud and they got Meek Mill, YG. Um, the baby, all these like rappers that you hear on the radio, and mm-hmm. Frank comes on as a mystery guest at Rolling Loud. No one's gonna boo him off, I think, unless if you're in the same situation like, oh, Drake's the mystery guest, and it was like this, you might boo him off. But I would th- hope that in any other situation where you don't have that high of an expectation, you're not gonna boo anyone off. Yeah. And I think the people at CFG, once they realize what they did, they're like, oh, we made a mistake. Yeah. And it kind of sucks i'm not gonna defend anyone at cfg like what they what we all i say we but i didn't boom off but i was still in there feel yeah. guilty i felt really bad um i wish i think everyone wishes they had that back and not only did we boom off but we booed him off and we cut our own performance 15 minutes early he was supposed to go on for 15 more minutes but we didn't know he was a headliner yeah and so we cut him off that's that's a lot of it's a lot of things coming to a head yeah. at once to make a uncomfortable situation. That probably sucks for him too. Like to get like and booed off, and you're like the biggest person in like one of the bigger people in music, and you're just getting booed off. Like that just sucks. And I think about Tyler too, because those mystery guests came out for Tyler. Tyler reached out to them most likely and asked them, "Hey, I need a mystery guest. Yeah. Like, will you guys come out and do it for me?" Drake is also rumored to be in album mode right now. Mm-hmm. It's November 2019. We'll see what happens. But when you're in album mode, you don't do concerts. You don't come out and do anything. You focus yeah. on your album, right? And Drake doesn't do festivals anyways. He just does his own concerts. And he probably did this for little or no money because he's good friends with Tyler. Yeah. And all of Tyler's fans boo him off the stage because they were expecting someone else. Is garbage i mean and tyler posted about that tyler was bummed at his yeah. fans like he was legitimately pissed at his and i fans. think what he said on twitter yeah despite the vulgarity i think was accurate and what a lot of 
people were feeling. I don't think if I th- I believe that if the people at CFG got to do over that um that weekend without having those expectations about Frank, they wouldn't have booed Drake off. I think they just were such big fans of Frank that much that they booed Drake off. I feel like you just have to announce that then or something. I know. You just have to say it's going to be Drake. <laughs> like because like, we were chanting. Yeah. We once want you Frank. hear. So Tyler, Tyler, at any point. Like Tyler could have come out and been like, "Oh, Frank's not here." Yeah. Like, sorry about it, but Frank's not here. But he also shouldn't have to. Like, he shouldn't have. Shouldn't be obligated to do that. Yeah. We shouldn't have had. Like, the expectations that we had were more than just expectations. It was like as if someone had promised us and Pinky swore. And swore their life on it. Yeah. And, then and we're going to take it to them with their grave. And we ruined it. I'm looking at his Twitter now, and he he went off. He went off, but I wouldn't expect him to say anything else. Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with him. Like, he sh- kind of w- should have went off for that. Like He changed his bio, too. Is it still changed? Uh, it was, like, disappointed my fans right now. Or no. Something like that, right? Yeah. Well, unless that's what his cover changed. No, that's not what he says, right? That's not what it is. Oh, he changed it back? Yeah, I think he's... Is he having a new album come out soon? I think Ooh, Tyler? Yeah. I'm not sure. It looks like advertisement kind of thing. Huh. Was it Eagle? Yeah. Oh, that's the one that came out in May, but he's uh, still... It's still advertisement for that it, then yeah. right now. But yeah. Other than that, I had a great time. Even <laughs> even with that, I had a great time. It's just like something yeah. interesting to talk about. No, None of the social media or articles are talking about that side of it. They just say that Fans were expecting Frank, and they got Drake, so they booed him. Yeah, it was it was a lot more than that. But not that I'm gonna defend anyone to boo off Drake or anybody, but it's not as black and white. As, yeah, as yeah. It's, it's sensationalized media. That's what happens. It I mean, is, yeah, it's just this is what's it gonna gets get the, the most. clicks. So it Which the story, is yeah. still true. They're not lying. We booed Drake off stage, and Drake is one of the biggest. But they didn't say that he already performed ten songs and you were enjoying. Yeah, yeah that's them. true too. <laughs> it's like no, because that's what because when he asked like how you guys feel, like not how you guys feeling but like should he keep going like I'm here for you guys. He asked that multiple times and nobody knows that and people are like oh Drake shouldn't have asked that but he always does that. Mm-hmm. I mean when you went to the when did you go to the concert? I went to oh man what concert was uh it might have been. Shoot, what year? It was like three years ago. That the I Revenge went. Tour? The Summer 16? It was the one with Future. Oh. That might have been that one. And I'm it was at sure. Staples Center. It was like one of the biggest sold-out concerts he's ever had at Staples Center. I've never been. I've, it's always been my dream to see him live, and then I got surprised with it. Like, that was... That was I was freaking out. Like, that should have been the last... <laughs> for everybody should be like, oh, it's freaking Drake. Like, like how do you like Drake doesn't open for anybody? <laughs> yeah, what? If he's gonna open for someone, it's gonna be for Tyler. But Tyler already performed the day yeah, before. That should have been. I mean, he's not gonna open for Tyler, but at his own festival, he might. September yeah. 9th of 2016 was when I went. It's probably the All Summer 16. Yeah. So that one was. I don't know if you remember if he did that then, but I mean, recently he's that's what he did. Yeah, like he was a very talkative person during yeah. his concerts, where he was like. Five checking everyone pretty much. Where yeah, it's like, you, you guys gotta, all feeling good? Like as an artist, you got to do that. You got to um, build up that energy in your fans. He's very good at that. Same as same as any sports team. When the crowd gets loud, the team home team tends to do better. It's just yeah. uh, or you know, if you're pushing some like pushing someone, like your friend, 
in a race or whatever you're doing, it always helps. Yeah. And we just took advantage of it. And I feel bad. But it's not what the fans wanted. Nobody really knew his songs. Yeah. In the same way that, to be honest, I went to this festival because I, my cousin really wanted to go. And I was looking forward to it too, but I didn't know a lot of the, like I didn't know a lot of the artists' songs by heart. Yeah. Right. I just was familiar with some of them. I, didn't, I okay. I don't, I say it like I was forced to go. I was not forced to go. I really wanted to go with her, and it was it was really awesome. But I could only hear me and two other people singing all the Drake songs. Like it's just not what that demographic for the festival. Yeah. Was. And not to say that, well, Tyler was dumb for inviting Drake. No, Tyler gifted us one of the best performers, one of the best artists out there right now. Yeah. And no one really appreciated it for what it was. They were ready to appreciate Frank Ocean. Yeah. Who was not even there. Hmm. Don't even, no one even knows where he is. I mean, I don't, I don't really care about where he is, but (laughs) he wasn't, he wasn't at the festival. Yeah. For sure. Crazy. So, yeah. I that happened on Sunday. It's now Thursday, and I've been talking about it nonstop because that's what's been on my mind lately. We forty thousand people booed off my favorite rapper, and it was a surprise. Yeah. Well, now you can just direct them all to this podcast. That's what I was hoping for. If anyone ever asked me to tell a story, I won't take just this long. I'll just look up from Bob's office. Start at the two oh nine mark. Yeah. And then when you get to the, this part, you can ask me more questions. Yeah. I mean, I have a whole, like, other review on all the other artists that were there. It was pretty cool. Well, we don't have time for that because we've already I'm been going gonna, for not two. Gonna get in, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go way over my I head. I wasn't intending on going into that, but because that, that, it's weird. Like, that last 20 minutes of the festival completely outweighed the other 47 hours. Yeah. And it shouldn't have. No. But it is what it is. That's a lyric. That's a Drake lyric. <laughs> I hate that phrase. We won't get into that. Whenever well, somebody it's says it's that, it's probably a lot of artist lyrics. It is what it is. It's probably a lot of artist lyrics. But thinking about Drake, I'm going to think about that. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for... Thank you for informing us thoroughly on shoes and <laughs> Camp Flogna. That is a one, two, okay. That's the most diverse talking points we've had, mm-hmm. I think, up to this point. That's what I was thinking about so when I was to, listening to the other way, podcast. Way to change the game. I do think that you should watch Elf. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It is not going to happen. We'll make it happen. No, you and what army? We're gonna strap me. I have and all the other, all the other podcasts. I'm so afraid of both of you, less statured people, to attack me. All the I other podcast guests are gonna tie you down. Literally, and I have open your eyes. I have connections of people who will make this happen. You think that? I think that I can make an army that can make you watch this mm, movie. No, nope, disagree. I think Cody would join those ranks. I think Jacob would run. Join those ranks. I think little Jacob would run those ranks. I think that I can just find. We don't need to make a list. We need to get out of here. Okay. (laughs) I am tired. Just it's not happening. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything else to do today. I have a little bit of homework to do. It's snack time. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I also didn't go to school again today. <laughs> and I'm not mad about it. I went to school today. We That's talked about Scientology. That's another topic Pretty fun. for another day. I think we should get a Scientologist in here. All right. So, again, as always, follow us on all the social medias and all the listening apparatuses. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. I didn't like Hit that. us up. You like the word apparatus? apparatus. We're on SoundCloud? That's, that's what, that's <laughs> that's what, what we hosts started it. At. And then, because SoundCloud creates the RSS feed, and then mm. the RSS feed is what goes to Spotify and iTunes. Sweet. Sweet. So it's on SoundCloud. Yeah. If you want to find Mateo, besides his seller account, that you can read, you can name the seller account. Plug again. all your stuff. My seller account is MNM Resell, and then. My personal one is for my personal friends. So really. don't follow him at that. Don't look for him. Don't do anything <laughs> like that at all. Don't search through mine either because I definitely don't follow him. <laughs> all right, it's my name. It's Mate- It's M A T E O <laughs> and an underscore before every letter. Go I ahead and go ahead and request. Go ahead and request. Don't just deny the request. So you can at least put in the effort to request it. But you can check out my profile picture and. That's Is about it. it. <laughs> send him send him a weird DM. Oh god. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> Just sign it from Bob's office and that way he'll know. Tuesday yeah. we have our first female guest. Yeah. So that should be fun. And then we're really not going to talk about sports again. <laughs> or we we're going to really recap all the football and yeah. Faith is just not going to care. Yeah, that's good. Well, so until Tuesday, I'm Jacob Bomber. I'm Jake Mathis. I'm Swipe. Have a great day.